Hello. Hello. Holy crap. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, thanks for sticking with us for all these years so that we could reach the pinnacle of wrestling. Not the pinnacle of MJF faction. They're not even there tonight. But like like the the mountaintop. We we have ascended to the mountaintop of professional wrestling. Um uh, years ago, I I I I may have overstepped. I may have been a little uh early. I may have jumped the gun in saying that Brock Lesnar being pinned by Goldberg uh, at Survivor Series 2016 was the night that ended wrestling. Thank God I was wrong. Because four and a half years later, wrestling is back on top, baby. Um, I- I'm your host, Alex Pulaski, and uh, with me, as always, uh, now is Kate Hensler. Uh, uh, it's Team Kalex is here to walk you through the most joyous evening of wrestling that's ever been. Alex, we get to be so happy today. We get to I'm be happy. So we'll be so excited. sad on Tuesdays, but today we get to be happy. Today... We get to just be so joyful. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. Get those super chats in. They're the best way that you can help us. We appreciate you so much. There's so much to talk about. Also, head on over to Fightful Select where, holy crap, there is more news coming down the pike about all of these exciting developments. Obviously, more about Adam Cole. So much news coming out of Chicago. Sean's been working his butt off to bring you guys more details at Fightful Select. So make sure you head over there. Man, oh man, Alex, from start to finish, what a pay-per-view. Uh, yes, uh, I've been getting some stuff in the chat. My mic is low. I've just switched it. I hope people can hear me better now. Did I? Can I? people hear my mic now? Good? Okay, good. What a pay-per-view indeed. My it's worst. Cer- it's certainly the best I can remember, and it also it, it featured a a QT Marshall match, like like that that like this is the thing I talked about this I think uh, on one episode of the regular Sour Grab Show. Whenever you look at it at, at a night of wrestling, you to, in order to accurately judge it, you must remove the thing that you didn't like very much at all. So take out the bottom score and the top score, the, the thing that made you the happiest in watching the, the, the thing. So the bottom and the top, remove them from the spectrum and just look at the rest of the show to grade it accurately. And I don't know what I love the most. So I yeah. took something away. That's fine. And then you can you can get QT Marshall the hell out of here. And it's like <laughs> that never even happened. And it's the best show I can remember. Take, even without looking at the best thing on the card. I I'm just over the moon for this. Yeah, I I always felt like Revolution of last year was the or I guess was that the year before? Pre-pandemic, right before the pandemic. Um I I was like that's my favorite pay-per-view that I can remember and part of it was cuz it featured one of the best tag matches I've ever seen live. Well, <laughs> we kind of got that today, Alex. There's so much exciting stuff happening. We're going to get to some of these super chats, man. Oh man. There are a lot of you coming in with great news. We have Anthony Velasquez saying what a night Ruby Soho, Adam Cole and Brian Danielson all debut in AEW. Such a great pay-per-view. AEW is making a statement. This felt like a statement pay-per-view Alex. 
what I feel like it was was just, hey, everybody, who's kind of felt just just beaten into submission by wrestling. Like it's something that I I watch Raw every Monday because I've watched Raw every Monday for twenty years, and it's just what my what I do. And I don't know if it's even good anymore. Like there are people who like don't hate Raw like I do, but also don't love it. It's just a thing they watch. Well, if you if you got came back to wrestling to found this new company because CM Punk is here, and you said, you know what, I'm gonna watch this all out thing. I haven't actually paid for a pay per view in years, but it's CM Punk's first match in seven years. I'll buy it. And then you watch it, and you see the crowd's reaction you see the quality of the matches see the quality of the in-ring storytelling and so you assume the quality of the week-to-week storytelling probably matches that i don't know how you you walk away from there going well wow wrestling's great again like it felt like it felt like not like we are the best company although it is that too i felt like it's saying hey wrestling can be great here's wrestling at its at its apex do you like wrestling now and I feel like the answer has to be yes, yes, yes. And we will definitely be getting to that, but I couldn't agree more. I felt like between the surprises and just the way the rest of the card was, minus those surprises, this was still an insane show, like you were saying. So I am just unbelievably over the moon about that, and I, I couldn't agree with you more. More love coming in. Damn, that was a fantastic show. Top to bottom, amazing. Couldn't agree with you more there, Matt. Um there's just so many super chats coming in about the overall just excitement of the show. Things will never be the same again. Hashtag AWCJDAR. I agree with you. I've been saying since the beginning of this, this the beginning of the end, I guess, with Adam Cole with this contract news. He's the first guy that wasn't like on the free agent market for a while or a release that had to wait a bunch of days. He's the first guy that actively chose AEW. And to me, that that feels like the never will be the same again thing. That feels like a tipping point to me. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. I, I, it's just the idea of this is, well, this is not only a viable alternative, it is the destination. It is Could. the destination now. Once you have Punk and Danielson, and 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 a thriving women's division, and now Adam Cole and and Minoru Suzuki just stopping by to say hi. <laughs> this is the place to be. And any any young wrestler watching both programs now will say, "This is my dream." Not the other thing. This is it. So you've already got the youth coming up. The ones who are 15, 16, 17 now who want to become professional wrestlers. This is where they want to go. Couldn't agree more. And we're just going to mow through some of these super chats because you're all in agreement that this show slapped Boris Nisnevich. I'm sorry. I'm sure I butchered that, but says this is the most fun I've had watching a wrestling pay-per-view since I started watching wrestling in 1993. I mean, how you don't just fall in love with this show, which is really impressive because as we've talked about, they're very long. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, no, I mean, this, this, it's, it's there, there, these are very long shows, but like, I, I think maybe the most fun I've had watching a professional wrestling pay per view is not me alone on my couch, which was tonight, but, but, <laughs> but also, but like with a, a, several friends, uh, drinking beers, eating pizza, watching the first ever tables, ladders, and chairs match. But oh. like the fact that that is the bar and this came that close with me just sitting on my couch at home 
cackling when Adam Cole came out and 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 cheering with great gusto when Ruby Soho won the Battle Royal. Like, like it this made me feel something. I am dead inside. And this <laughs> made me feel something, Kate. I know that. I co-host with you on Tuesdays now, so I'm aware. Uh, <laughs> all hail Big Bicep Tony AEW and Fightful. What a friggin' show. Agreed, yeah. Kevin Steets. Oh, like a kid watching the show, even knowing it's a work, I was able to lose myself in almost every second of it. Shay Angel X, I agree with you full heartedly. Guys, WWE is putting over Nia versus Charlotte on Raw to compete against this pay per view tomorrow. LOL. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. What did you even say? <laughs> what do you even say? Aaron yeah. H says, I lost my voice shouting at the end. Also, Team Calix, we're not worthy. We're not worthy. Yes, you are. Darn it. Everyone's worthy to hang out with us. Absolutely. That's part of what makes Team Calix great. And Andrew it's Silver true. saying, it's 5 a.m. right now. I might not be thinking clearly, but I think that was the best wrestling show I've ever seen. Buddy, you're not that far off. You are not that far off. I love me some Sova. 10 out of 10 pay-per-view, best pay-per-view all year. We're getting Joe Evans. The money spent on this pay-per-view was far better money than I spent on the Nebraska football game yesterday. Yikes, Joe Evans. <laughs> you understand where you're coming from? Hobo in the corner, still losing my GD mind. I think this finally topped Revolution 2020. I was agreeing with you before. Greg Carter, is this real? Daniel R., imagine if Packup versus Andrade happened. My word, that's a really good point, too. Exile Dempath, I love pro wrestling. What a show. Just countless super chats, guys. AW is beating me into submission with a happy stick. I'm exhausted and so excited for the future. Keep killing it, Calix. Thank you, Tony Khan from Nikolai. Damn it, we need the belt on Goldberg again, is what Vince is saying in Christian Knight's mind. <laughs> and Beer What just sending uh general super chat. Thank you so much. What a show. Do you think Vince and Co. should be worried after tonight? What do you think about that, Alex? Should be? Sure. Are they? Nah. They're just got their heads in the sand, going plowing forward. They got all Peacock's money. And there's 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 rumors now Disney wants to buy them, though I can't imagine why. But like, like this the idea that they're like they no, they have they have you have your money. They have they have Peacock's money. They they don't they have Fox's money, they have USA's money. And they'll be like, well, listen, we're still technically the top show on wrestling in, in the ratings. So so you have to pay us top dollar for, for our product. And USA and Fox will go, damn it, you're right. And, yeah. th and, and then and then they they win because they don't they don't care about putting on a quality product to please the consumer. They don't care. They care about their bottom line, which is why they released 200 wrestlers in a year. They only care about that, I believe, and there is certainly no evidence to the contrary. Yeah, that TK correct. Tony Khan cares the most about putting on a great product, pleasing the consumer, making them come back for more, building an audience of saying like, "Well, now I gotta watch." You're telling me pe people who may have lapsed and stopped watching a few years ago are saying, "Wait, you're telling me CM Punk and Daniel Bryan." Are on the same show and it's not WWE. I gotta check this out. How do you not? And he's trying to build that bigger audience, and I can't imagine he's not succeeding. And to your point, I think this is going to be 
their most sold pay-per-view without a doubt. First time buying a pay-per-view since Mania 2004. Best 50 bucks I ever spent, says Bluetooth <laughs> Dudley, with the greatest handle you could possibly have. Uh, Chris says, regardless of what happens moving forward, tonight is one for the history books. Absolutely incredible. Just super chats pouring and pouring and pouring one. Everyone's been booking the inevitable debuts drawn out over the next few weeks. So-and-so at Arthur Ashe, next person at Full Gear. AEW said, nah, they're here now. I love it. I couldn't agree more. Why not have them all come out tonight? Fuck, man. Uh, earlier today, I recklessly speculated that we would see Danielson, Suzuki, Soho, and Cole, not expecting them to actually do it. My God, buddy, go get a lottery ticket, my friend. Goodness <laughs> gracious. You're on a hot one. You're on a hot one, buddy. You're a heater. Easy attack. And then we're going to throw it to the show. Um, well, we have some coming in just for Kalex. We'll definitely be reading those, but we got to get to the show at some point. Uh, <laughs> HCA4 says, this is professional wrestling at its best. Props to everyone. I'm fightful for enhancing the communal experience aspect of it all. I'm seriously so happy I get to witness it. But this is a lot more fun than when, well, I have so much fun with Alex on Tuesdays. This is more fun than watching the slow descent and death of a really great product. This is the feels like the complete opposite of that. Yeah, like f during the Wednesday Night Wars, um, I, I I frequently thought NXT had a superior show to to AEW. I mean, that was that was just my personal opinion. I I, I was attached to that brand and still a little skeptical about what AEW whether AEW would stick around. Not that it was that wasn't good but whether it would stick around just because of the nature of things. And I was attached to some of my guys in NXT, and I honestly thought they were producing really great shows for a while. Um, and, and then they fell off. And then they were I thought they were back for a few weeks. When they first started on Tuesdays, I thought they were doing some really great stuff. And that's fallen off considerably. And now, starting September 14th, we're going to see the WWE ECW-ification of NXT and and the 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 second best weekly show of wrestling is now Rampage, like like it's I mean NXT can't even hold the candle to that and I'm I, I I want all wrestling to be this good. They proved tonight all if you you look at the roster that WWE has on Raw and on SmackDown and on NXT you're not you 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 can't tell me they couldn't figure out a way yeah. if they wanted to to put on a show this great they just don't want to cuz they don't care they don't care because they have the money coming in and that's good enough for them but it it is heartbreaking when you see people like Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and people that really really care it it hurts to watch but man tonight did not hurt to watch tonight was a hell of a lot of fun right man oh man we're going to get back to some super chats but we got to get started into the show <laughs> we kick off with Miro and Eddie Kingston much to my delight, because I was like, let's redeem these nuts to start the show. <laughs> Alex, what did you think of this? Um, I that was great. I mean, I I I love I love Eddie Kingston and I and I love Miro. I love Miro. Miro is my my everything. Like this is the thing is that I, I was I was so into the the peak of Rusev. Like just oh. he came, he came out a fucking tank to 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 try and murder John Cena, who was basically Captain America. Like, how do you not just just at, from a professional wrestling stamp 
standpoint, how do you not fall in love with the potential of that guy? But because at that time it was just pure potential. We thought, my God, this guy's going to strap a rocket to him. He's going to be a future multi-time WWE champion. You can't lose with this dude. And, I, and so, and so to see him fall apart there be released and show back up here and be everything that I dreamed he could be here. It's, it's, it's so great. And, and this is the beginning. This match was the beginning of telling a story in the ring all damn night long to the point where there was a nut shot behind the ref's back, by the way, that what, what perfectly put together ref spot where he's a goody two shoes and can't, can't help himself from like, no, but but I have to put this turnbuckle pad back on the thing because that is my duty as a good referee. And of course it's Remsburg, because of course it's Remsburg, but but there's a there's a nut shot to lead to the victory. And then Mira goes on Twitter and says, You can consider your nuts redeemed. Like what like what a legend. What a legend. Both of these men, what legends they are. And the best part about this is the finish, I think obviously leads to a rematch at Arthur Ashe. So first of all, I'm like the biggest Eddie Kingston mark. And I do love Miro so much. There were just so many great spots. And this, to your point, the in-ring storytelling was just bonkers. This was not a long build to this feud, but Eddie Kingston in one promo said, Hey, guess what? I'm going to attack your neck because all of the moves that I do are going to hurt your neck. Uh, and that's your weakness. And I'm going to attack your neck. And you know what he did? He went out there and he attacked his fucking neck. Like the whole match <laughs> in so many great ways. He did a fisherman suplex. Like, and, and commentary putting over, especially knowing what was coming next, the All Japan influence on Eddie Kingston, which is true. He loves, loves, loves yeah. All Japan and Japanese style wrestling. And we saw so much of that here. I think a low blow is now just called like the nut redemption, right? Like I can't call it a low blow ever again. Um, and we spoke that t-shirt into existence in 24 hours. I was so excited. I have to go order it. Um, but I, I just loved this and I loved that this started off the show. I was like, man, if you don't want CM Punk chance, which everybody's been really good about anyway, this wasn't mm-hmm. going to be no. taken over, but like, I don't know, let's start with Eddie Kingston and Miro. Um, and I, this is one that I would love to see them run back and I would love to see them run it back at Arthur Ashe. I think it would be so great. So I'm completely with you on that. Um, it was just a, a great match. And like you said, that, that in-ring storytelling from front to back was so just, just picture perfect. Yeah. Um, let's see. We don't have a ton of super chats coming in about this. So many super chats about loving Halix though, throwing up cats <laughs> the mods. God bless the mods tonight. Holy yeah. cow. We are so thankful for you. I think I can speak for both Alex and yeah. myself when yes. I Hey, Kate, what kind of dreams do you think you'll have tonight? He's trying to bait me into some boy band lyrics, I think, and I'm not going <laughs> to take that band. That has to come out organically, you guys, okay? Mm-hmm. It came out organically on Tuesday. It came out organically with Robert, who sang along, much to my delight. The only negative about Kate doing the post-show uh, is that it meant she couldn't be on the watch along with me. Oh, thank you, Maggie. She had to cry all by herself, she says. Thanks, Maggie, you're a sweetheart. What a show. How am I supposed to go to sleep? Kate and Alex, could it get any better? Not really, man. Uh, when I buy Sean a beer on Wednesday, I'll still be happy from tonight when he super kicks me in the aisle. He's going to cravat you, just a heads up. 
I've never been so hyped for wrestling as an adult. Have a great show, gang. Well, thank you so much. We will move on um, from Miro and Eddie because, I I mean, redeemed these nuts. I don't know what more you want to say. I think we are going to see a rematch here. And we swing right in to, uh, to Mox and Kojima and the Suzuki thing, which is like the eighth most exciting thing to happen tonight, which is absolutely insane. So uh, what did you think of this match overall? And then, of course, with Suzuki coming by, I would love your thoughts. I, I just, I just, I think that I, um, like Kojima's run in impact was, was okay. You know, it was kind of one of those things where like, you know, he's, he's, he's a legend in new Japan in that kind of way. Cause he was there for so long and all that kind of stuff. And, and, and that kind of a deal that this J Japan, uh, career speaks for itself. And, you know, I think he's trying to branch out. And I think that just the idea of Ambrose, the former Ambrose is not the is not a guy you know like that kind of a thing is that like when I say Ambrose I mean like I I, I watch him and I go I can't believe that was Ambrose yeah you know what I mean I watch Moxley because like I mean there's what I'm gonna say if you watch uh, last night where Moxley comes out and and he's the surprise opponent for the former Zack Ryder Matt Cardona at GCW and he wins the GCW title. She's got a GCW sweatshirt. She's got the GCW sweatshirt. So did John Moxley coming down exactly. through the crowd by the I, way. I'm I'm assuming he had that uh, immediately sent over to you via courier. Yes, um, he did. Yeah. Yes, Thank it's, you. It's that one specifically. Thanks, Mox. It's still got it's still got the Mox sweat <laughs> in it. Um but 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 that and then beating uh you know Cardona to set up a match with um, with Nick Gage, and then the promo he cut after that match with Cardona, that he cut backstage where he was just he was like, "When when you were pacing in a prison cell, I was pacing in hotel rooms, praying you would get let out so we could fight." This belt is bait, Nikki. It's blood in the water, and I want you to come hunting for me. Mox, when he flips a certain switch, is the best professional wrestler in the world and 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 the, i love that he was like yeah i'd like to be champion AEW, and if i'm not hey tony can i just do whatever i want tony's like sure bet whatever what do you want to do what do you want to do mox and mox is like i'd like to go to gcw and try to murder a, a friend of mine nikki gage while he tries to murder me and if i survive that hey uh maybe could i fight the most crazy madman in the history of wrestling in my hometown on a Wednesday night dynamite. And, and Tony Klein's is like, yeah, we can figure out a way to make that happen. It's this is, this is a goddamn playground for everybody. I love it. I feel like, and I've said this too, especially with punk coming back, he was like the prototype of like, I'm not going to fight. What was the plant's name? Floyd. I think. Yeah. No, Mitch, Floyd was the best. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch yeah, the plant. Here's the thing. I'm not going to fight a plant anymore. What I am going to do is I'm going to go to AEW and I'm going to be champion yeah. and I'm going to be a dad. And then I'm just going to fight New Japan, just like a lot of people in New Japan. And I'm going to go to GCW and I'm going to hit Nick Gage with light tubes. And because GCW has better long-term storytelling than WWE, I'm going to like face him like six months later. So I just, he just is such a great example of like, I'm just going to go do what I want. And Tony Khan being like, yeah, Batman, you're that valuable. Go do the things that you want to do. It's going to be awesome. Um, 
it just just absolutely absolutely fantastic this match was great i i wish commentary had maybe done a better job of explaining kojima's legacy they, they kind of gave you like a bumper up front um of of his legacy in japan didn't really mention the impact stuff of course because they don't even mention impact when the title's on their own show um <laughs> but i felt like maybe they could have done a better job of like less play-by-play and a, a little bit more but other than that i thought it was a match and then with the Suzuki stuff, man, we're getting super chats about that. Michael Raleigh saying, I cried for Suzuki. So happy for him to finally get a huge U.S. spotlight and go over. Um, Moxley and Wild thing is perfect, right? Yes, it is. It is. It really Mox is. got GCW chance tonight. I'm so glad Evan Wright super chatted about that because I completely forgot to mention it. But, yeah, there were GCW chants when they yeah. stepped in the ring. And I was like, people just tuning in because of punk are going to think it's ECW, but that's beautiful. Like that's fine too. So, um, I thought it was great. And I think the fact that Suzuki is here and excited. And I also laughed because, uh, we got CM Punk saying, if you can get in a rear naked chokehold, it's a very effective move. He said that on commentary on Friday. And then Suzuki came out here and locked in a rear naked chokehold. And I was like, that's how it's done, buddy. There you go. <laughs> so, just very cool. And this should be like a huge thing. And I don't want it to get lost because this is a very big deal that Suzuki is coming over to fight box in his hometown yeah. on free TV, but there's just so damn much happening on the show. So um, definitely keep that in mind, like how special and cool that is. Uh, so yeah. Do you have any other thoughts on that? I'm excited to, to see Mox in his hometown against Suzuki. I, I, I think it was kind of this thing where like, we were all like, Oh darn, we don't get to see Mox versus Tanahashi at all out. Oh gee. That just, what a letdown. And then Suzuki comes out. We're like, Oh crap. Like, and, and we get to see it for free. In wins at uh, like like in Cincinnati, in Mox's hometown, Mox is gonna go in willingly, going to get into the ring with a murderer. Like yes. it's just like it's just fantastic in his hometown, in front of his family. Like please, everyone, all of my friends and family. Hey, all all my friends I went to grade school with. Come on, I got you second row t tickets to watch me be murdered in the middle of a wrestling ring on live television. I I love it so much. Hello, my darling wife. You want to bring our child and watch me get murdered on television? Yeah. Um, just, just great stuff. Uh, and then we move right into Britt Baker and Chris Statlander. I don't want this to get lost in the card either because I am the biggest critic of this women's division, mostly from a booking and creative standpoint. There are some inconsistencies with the wrestling as well, but... Um, Man, oh man, was this her best match since Lights Out. Like, I I was so, and in some ways, even better because it was just a clean wrestling match. Like, I loved everything that happened in the Lights Out match. But to see a more traditional style wrestling match and to see some of the things that happened here, Chris Datlander looks absolutely fantastic. It looks better than before she was injured. I've said this a couple times. I think because of her style and that she leans so much into her strength, she slows things down. And that is really good because Britt can get gassed out kind of quickly. We've talked about that a lot um, on the Wednesday night show I do. And she, when it's hurried, like a lot of these women, I think it, it gets a little bit clumsier. Chris slows it down just because she's doing like power bumps and stuff. And I think that's really advantageous. And this match ran a lot longer. So I think that was wonderful. We saw some incredible sequences too. 
Brit making the Pittsburgh sunrise, the whole spot with the pendulum moonsault that, that Chris just ate um, and then got curb stomped by Brit on the side was fantastic. And then the Pittsburgh sunrise into a stomp into the lockjaw. Like this was some of the best women's wrestling we've seen in AEW period. And man, it was so nice to see. I didn't love the Nyla stuff really at all. The red velvet stuff was okay. It was kind of hot shot in a week. This was fantastic in my estimation. What did you think? Um, yeah, no, this is great. Chris Statlander has a very, 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 very bright future in AEW, and it's just not her time yet, and that's fine. Like, there, it will be her time. She's oh, yeah. she's too good and too strong and 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 too talented to have it not be her time eventually. Um, uh, I will say this. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, AEW is coming out with a video game, and I don't know how they're doing their rating systems. Um, I know like in WWE 2K games, like everyone has stats like strength and agility and speed and resiliency. And then you like add the political stats, whatever they are. Um, Britt Baker's stat in um, finding the camera at just the right time is a 99. There's no way it can be any less than a 99. I mean, there was a moment where she, where she did a two count and she was pissed that it was only a two count. And she came up from the two count like this. She was just, and then the camera's right here and she just, like she just looks right in the camera just with this, this exasperated face. And like, it's, she makes every match feel like you are in the ring with her. At some point she will look you at home on your couch right in the face and say, can you believe this shit? Because she's just <laughs> so great at telling that story of being in the moment improving her certain reactions to certain things like some some two counts she doesn't get pissed at some of them she gets pissed and and there's there's a there's a way to do that there's so many times where I'll watch it, somebody do a move that they know is never going to pin somebody <laughs> And it's a two count. And then they come out going like, how dare you ref not count? That was three. It's like, you're two minutes into the match, my dude. You've never pinned anybody with that ever in your life. So there's got to be a way to, to do layers. And she just does it like automatically. Like it, it's, it's insane to me that she hasn't been wrestling for like 15 years. Like yeah. she's, she's got so much, all of the awkwardness of somebody who's just basically getting started and was tr training as a wrestler while she was going to dental school, all of what you would expect that awkwardness to be is just gone. It doesn't exist. It may have never actually been there, but like it's, she's, she's perfect right now. And, and, and what I love about it is that Statlander, this was, was her, I think her best title defense by, by far. Um, oh, yeah. And it's only going to get better. Because we're, we're, we'll talk about the Women's Battle Royal, and you can go up and down that Women's Battle Royal and go, I want to see that, and I want to see that, and I want to see that, and I want to see that. And I want to see those two fight each other for for the right to have that. I mean, like, there's all this stuff, and, and we'll talk about this when we get to the Women's Battle Royal. AEW's in a place where they have no more excuses. True. Now, you, now, now you've, you've got the right woman as champ. You could build a whole division around her and her, her her title defenses. And now you've got a litany of fantastic potential challengers. It is it is high time we make AEW the best women's wrestling product in the world because they've definitely got the hosses for it. 
I couldn't agree more. And I just want to give a shout out to Luis, who is uh, organizing our super chats for us. He's breaking them into segment by segment. And he labeled this Britt Baker DMD versus Chris Statlander alien, which just like (laughs) popped me inside. But a couple super chats about this match. Orange Cassidy yelling at Chris to get up ruled. Yeah, it did. Yeah, Yeah, really did. That was and and, and the thing I love about it is that is that I, I'm watching and I go like TK could decide to do whatever he wants to about this, um, but I love that like she's out there she's she's laid out she's hurt and he get up get in there and immediately like I guess she does go for the for the for the uh, the the spider her her submission thing but like she got wrecked yeah. after she got back in the ring like she may have like four or five concussions so maybe orange is out there going like i probably shouldn't have made her get back in the ring cuz maybe <laughs> she's seriously hurt now like i think that there's there's a story if they want to tell that story there could be that there but i loved seeing orange get worked out cuz we saw him in the 10 man going out there doing his little barely thumbs up um but by the way the 10 man on on the buy in was was a wonderful little house show 10 man tag Guys, yeah. it, was, it was just just what it needed to be. No more, no less. Great, fantastic. Thank you. Moving on. But uh, Orange Cassidy as a secondary character in somebody else's match, like you watch him react and be, be genuinely emotional at at near falls and and tense moments when he doesn't get anywhere near that worked up in his own matches. I wonder how much of that is him being caught up in the moment, and how much of that is like him like. I'm allowed to be emotional when it's not me wrestling. I, I like that kind of dichotomy there for him. I like that juxtaposition too. And I really like, um, you know, like there's people in life where they don't say very much. And then when they talk, you listen. Cause you're like, whoa, they actually bothered to speak. I'm not one of them. I never shut up, but there are people much different than I am who are just quiet. And then when they speak, you're like, damn, that's like the most profound thing I ever heard. It's kind of like that to me where it's like, whoa, it's very impactful when he speaks and it's very impactful when he shows emotion. So I really appreciated that moment as well. we got some stupid punk saying, I feel this was Chris's star-making performance. It's definitely, definitely feels that way to me. Man, yeah. she's been like slowly building, but this this was incredible, I thought. Uh, and we got Mark Losper saying, give me a Statlander versus Hater epic right now. Incredible performance from Chris. Brit's best performance by far as well. I mean, Thunder Rosa, I feel like they their match was incredible too. As, but yeah. as as champ, it's certainly this was this was her this was her her statement as champ. You can't touch me. Yeah. Like this was that moment, you know, and I I this is great. Considering who she's got coming up, this was the moment to say. You, they, they put their biggest and strongest in the ring with me. Yes, and I beat her down. What else? The rest of you got. Every heel champ needs that moment, and she, she nailed it. And now we get to see going forward, it's going to be some real great stuff. Oh yeah. Uh, we got Death Star saying, I think Chris working with male talent has made her heads and shoulders above most other women. They need to do intergender matches. It's time. That's complicated because who knows what TV is going to think about that. Um, they have uh, stakeholders that they have to attend to, too, of course. But I I don't know if it's that. Maybe her style getting sharpened by intergender matches on the Indies certainly is is a thing. Uh, I don't think Thunder Rose's worked a ton of them and she's fantastic. So I don't think it's like a necessity, but it does certainly make her unique. And I, I, I don't think it hurt. 
Yeah, no, there's the, the thing about it is that there's there's certainly um, when you have the best friends uh, in in a in a feud with with the HFO, there's no shortage of stooges that she could she could have a match with Jack Evans that could be a lot of fun where you'd never feel like Chris Statlin was in any real danger. It right. wouldn't be like, oh, this this reminds me of domestic abuse. No, it would remind you of Chris Statlander yeeting Jack Evans into the third row. <laughs> That's what it would remind you of, and everyone would love that. So, like, there's a way to dip your toe in it, especially with Chris Statlander, who is just just a brick house. And you don't ever feel like she's, oh, God, this, she's never going to recover from that. Yeah, like you, you, you can actually do those matches with her, especially against certain people that she's already feuding with, and have it come out fine. I couldn't agree more. And also, as far as intergender, let's keep in mind that it's actually interspecies because she is an alien. Pretty Nikolai Kree saying that he loved the emotion from OC pushing Chris Statlander. More love for that. Uh, JB loves saying OC is so good at knowing exactly how seriously to treat his gimmick. Masterful. Uh, to the sense of where to bend the reality. Yeah, I've said multiple times, I think eventually you could see him be an awesome heel because being apathetic can also make you like a great dick, like <laughs> make you someone that hates this. Yeah. Um, I So I, I think he is so in command of his character and that's the only reason it works. And that still doesn't work for some people. Loki, uh, one of the, the most anticipated matches for both Adam Cole and Brian Danielson for me is Orange Cassidy because I can't wait to see how both of those guys respond to his antics. And then when he turns it up a notch and says, I'm actually one of the best workers in the world. Let's fucking go. That will be, oh, Jesus. It's there's just from top to bottom. Like, it's just one of those things like you're like, if you if you named everybody in order, if you had to rank everybody, you get to like like number thirty two and be like, well, that guy deserves a world championship run at some point. Like they're just it's just from top to bottom. There's just just stacked with so much talent, and I can't wait to see how all of that shines out and shakes out in the coming years. It's going to be amazing. I agree because with Orange Cassidy too, you get these moments like with sting right and with matt hardy where he's like doing the delete and he's doing his kicks but you also have these moments where he's using his antics to get under people's skin and that i feel like is why it's such a powerful device we have a huge super chat thank you so much from brendan towngate saying statler bringing passion out of oc could be really interesting character beat this match ruled I wouldn't hate a romance between them. I'm just saying. Uh, we got Sawyer saying I, Statlander. I, oh, sorry. I, go ahead, Alex. I, I ship Statlander and Wheeler Yuta. I ship them. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. That's precious. I love that idea. <laughs> Sawyer backing Statlander and Hater brick house match. Let's fucking go. I couldn't agree more. Give yeah. me Statlander versus Cutler and his cold spray. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, too. So we're going to move along uh, after that. I, I'm so glad to have something remarkably positive to say about women's wrestling in AEW tonight. It was it made my heart skip a beat. I was so excited. Uh, we also then we had this promo from Andrade. Uh, we don't have any super chats about it, but we can we can talk about it if you want. It was I mean, a promo. I, I, I. I'm really excited for Rampage next week. I, I I said, let's do a 60 minute Broadway. Let's just do the whole damn episode. Start with the introductions. And in that moment, say, this is now an Iron Man match. Just yeah. friggin' go. Two of the best in the world for 60 minutes on, fr on Friday Rampage. Like, 
if if you're watching it, you would call your friends. Hey, you should probably tune into this. This is going to be insane. And like that, I mean, that would immediately, when it was like, when it's 2-2 two, two with 20 minutes left in the episode, and you're like, this is going to be some great shit. Everybody tune into this. <laughs> like, I, I would start texting people. I agree. And uh, Babo D. Felice said the same thing on Friday, that they should they should just make that run the whole episode. I couldn't agree more, especially because this didn't feel like it had enough stakes to start with for me. Uh, that's a way to make it feel really fun and special. And I think most people feel like that is just going to be an insane match. It's crazy to think this card was this good without it. Like, just absolutely, absolutely bonkers. So um, we will move right along from the Andrade. Oh, I, we do have one super chat from some stupid punk saying that Chavo is a freaking treasure. I love Chavo. I don't know if I, like, love him, but I did appreciate, like, his American Airlines thing. He was like, if that's what he was flying... Yeah. then I wouldn't even have their number or whatever. Like that did pop me. I don't know if this is like helped. I think Ric Flair might be a little bit cooler of a thing. Um, but but I, I, I certainly don't have a problem with Chavo. And, and Ch that did Chavo, Chavo knows exactly what his role is behind Andrade. Rick would make it all about Rick. And That's you right. know he would. That's so scary. I don't, I don't, I, it's a, it's, it'd be a really cute thing for like two episodes of Dynamite and you'd be like, Rick, you don't need to woo through the entire promo. I'm just letting you know, you can take a step back. That's an extremely fair point. We did get another super chat coming in from Nicolette Cree saying, Chava looked guilty as hell during that promo. I agree, man. I agree. I, I, I love them making this the storyline. In storyline, Chavo made sure that Pac shouldn't, couldn't show up for this match. I think that's that's a that's a perfectly fine thing to do. Explains it away. We can move on and like that's give me. I always want kayfabe reasons for things. Yes. I, like if if you're not going to tell me the truth or whatever it is, give me a kayfabe reason. Let me watch it that way. Guys, we're going to throw it back to some of the general super chats because you're being so generous that I want to read some of these. And boy, oh boy, we're going to get into the tag match. So let me mow through some of these really fast for you. Some stupid punk saying, I am dead inside, calling back to uh, Alex's comment before. <laughs> same brother, same. I'm a miserable human being. And all I could do tonight was yell, good yell, smile, laugh, and clap. So happy for AEW. TMAC34 saying, used my VPN to order the pay-per-view for 20 bucks. You clever son of a on mm -hmm. uh, Fight TV from the U.S., pay-per-view was so good, I almost regret not paying the U.S. prices for this <laughs> 9.5 out of 10. you done a good job if you were like, I wish I paid more. Good yeah. job. Yes. Yeah. GSR Gaming saying that I can't mark out anymore tonight. Amazing show. Evan Wright, 10 out of 10, truthfully, the best pay-per-view I've ever seen. Black Winged saying... I am almost 37. I am more in love with wrestling now than ever before. I love seeing that. All hail AEW and all hail Kalix, baby. Baby is probably what he was actually saying yeah. based on how he typed it and what he should say. <laughs> Bruce saying, easy to live in this wrestling bubble until you watch with someone who doesn't watch wrestling. Tonight, those people yelled and jumped too. It brings you back. That is how you win viewers long term. Yeah, dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. I appreciate that. Uh, what else we got? We're going to mow through these because, man, that tag match. It's over. The top wrestling company was on full display tonight. 10 out of 10 from DSK's TV. I love it. I love it so much. Uh, what else we got? Mike McVanny saying, my first pay-per-view since 97 Halloween Havoc. That one ain't bad either, my friend. No, that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. 
Taryn Rinnick, this was the best birthday present ever. Happy birthday. Thanks for spending it with us, man. And it's also it was also Joe Holbert's birthday. What a birthday present for oh, our boy Joe Holbert. My goodness. He was president of the All Elite Fleet. <laughs> it was. That's a very good point. No Bud Matthews for him today, but I'm sure I'm sure it's coming. It's coming. They it'd be kind of weird to debut Bud Matt on this night. On this night. Yeah, they, they could they could debut him on Wednesday, right after right after right after right after poor Mal Malachi poor Malachi Black forces Dustin Rhodes to pay the boatman's toll. Oh man, that's gonna slap too. There's so much that I'm excited about in AW right me now. Too. Norm Summers, I'm outside hosing myself down as a blank check is on its way to. To the Rock, Dwayne Johnson, rest in peace, WWE. We have what we need now. Viva AEW, via Lucha Bros, via Fightful. Oh, man. Terrence Robinson, I felt like <laughs> this was a spiritual parallel to all in. Everything just clicked. Yeah, bud. Hmm. Aaron H., do you think the N teased a War Games match? That's an interesting one. I didn't even think about that. Think a little War Games? I mean, blood and guts? so mad at that. Cole good luck Raw tomorrow. Yep. WWE lost Cole over Twitch. LOL. Yep. I mean, it was definitely a factor. I don't know if that was the, all of it. Maybe he was like, hmm, I could go to the main roster and lose a lot, or I could go and be the part of the biggest, one of the best swerves in the history of wrestling. And and also, ah, oh gosh, I'm just, I'm so excited for everything that he's going to do. And I'm, I'm like, I'm so excited for everything he's going to do. And I'm the third most excited about everything he's going to do among the, among uh, three people. Like, it's just like Punk, Brian, and then Cole. But I'm so excited for Cole. I'm so excited for Cole. And I'm the third most excited for him. That's it's crazy. Absolute, absolute embarrassment of riches. Brendan Talgate saying, living on the other side of the world, I'm having a hard time eating my lunch because I'm giggling with glee. What a show. Yeah, dude. Mm. And you know what? It was great up until the point that we talked about. And just now we're getting into the Young Bucks versus yeah. Lucha Brothers match. Yeah. Uh, man, I. what do you even, I'm just going to throw it over to you because I'm, I'm like actually kind of genuinely speechless. I don't even, I have notes where I called out spots and thank God because I was just the entire time. Um, there was something really special in the air. When when the, when the Lucha Bros made their um, made this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time, but the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. 
This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Their entrance. Like, it was, it felt like, oh, wow, this is, this, this feels very, very important. And, and it, and it felt so important um with, with the, the 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 nods to the to their cultural heritage uh and 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 the, the current culture um at the same time uh the mexican culture like it's it just it felt so um valid and real and, and in the moment and it felt like part of me at the time i was like man it seems like a it seems like a waste to do this on a match they're gonna lose mm-hmm. because i think we all kind of assumed yeah. the bucks were winning yeah. Um. And 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 yet, um. The the Lucha Bros have beaten them several times in the past. Like it's it's it, they 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 match up really well. They always have great matches. And and they they did everything. Uh, this is the this is every kind of cage match I want, Kate. Like <laughs> like the, we're it, escaping it, the it, thing isn't the goal. You mean? Well, not not just escaping the thing, but walking through a door and down three steps, man. <laughs> like, what kind of a cage match has a door on it? You can walk through whenever you want. Like yeah. that, you should you should have to bite through a chain to be able to walk through a door. Like that, you should they should force you to eat the chain before you can walk through the door. They swallow a padlock, motherfucker, or you're not getting out that door. Like I, think I, 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 yeah. So so this. A match where it's a cage match, it's in a cage because that's where it's got to be. Not it's in a cage so the heels can try and scamper up at any time, at any time they want, so they can climb out. It's just, just let, give me great wrestlers fighting in a cage because that's the only place they can yeah. do it. And this was it. Like, what an amazing match with all these amazing spots. Like, very cleverly, like, let's figure out how we can still cheat because we're the heels. Right. Let's have, our, let's have our stooge toss in a, a bag that's got a, a shoe with tack sticking out of it. Let's do all that. Um, the let's, chain let's, too. The, the chain. The chain. Right. Um, let's 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 permanently disfigure a guy who's currently wearing a mask. Like I don't know. I don't know how that's even possible. But I don't want. I don't want to see what's underneath that penta mask because it did not. Didn't. Didn't. Didn't appear that it was going to be good. Um, I. I. I just. I, I, I can't say enough about the match in itself, the storytelling within the match. When you look back at all the matches these these two teams have had against each other, how much that fed into it, um, and like we say it all the time, but like the right team won, particularly on this night. Like yeah. that crowd was like, "We are pro Lucha Bros." Yeah, like, with AEW, all the heels are gonna have their fans because they just love good wrestling, not like. 
I cheer for the bad guy because I'm a douche. No, I cheer for, for great wrestlers. And you're going to have half Kenny, half Christian chance uh, in the main event. But tonight, man, Lucha, this was Lucha Bros night. And I think, I don't I don't know what, what, what the call was going in, but the call coming out had to be, you got to put the title of Lucha Bros, man. After this, after this crowd going, going nuts for them, it's perfect. It was perfect. I, uh, I I initially was not that excited because of what you said. We've seen it before. And then I'm looking at my notes and in my notes I wrote, okay, run this back 47 more times. I don't care. It was just fantastic. I think the cage added so much into it. We need to talk about the cage a little bit more because I listened to CM Punk on uh, Renee Paquette's podcast and he said, it's like the tallest cage in the world. And he said he actually told them, like, hey, be safe. And they were like, we'll try. And he was like, no, 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 be <laughs> safe. And that's all I could think about as I saw Phoenix fly into the air yeah. and fall down like several stories of a building onto these guys. Absolutely insane. Um, and to your point, the storytelling in it was incredible, too. We got some incredible spots. The tack spots the poison rana into the b trigger reaction that's when i was like this crowd wants them to win that moment was huge for me there was also just a really beautiful spot where both of the older brothers were protecting both of the younger yeah. brothers on the apron and that as a younger sister and as a human being just really really loved the storytelling in that because normally you see the two guys on one tag team doing the same move to the two guys on the other tag team, right? Like that was such a beautiful moment where it was like both big brothers are uh, are protecting them. And then the Avalanche Canadian Destroyer, uh, just the whole match. I, I was just so blown away. And the end, the Young Bucks, of course, ending their run here. I, I think back to revolution when we got them versus Kenny and hangman. And that, that was one of the best tag matches I've ever seen. And I think back to them versus Eddie and Mox and what an incredible match that was of a completely different style. And then this, like they just did such incredible work on this run um, and predating their run, I guess that one match, but like, I, I really appreciate I've, I've had, some and then the, like the initial heel turn i wasn't like in love with it with the young bucks because it was kind of muddy and then they grew into this thing but the entire time the work they've been doing in the ring has been been just fantastic and this match was of course absolutely no different we got a ton of super chats about this coming in daniel r that show is the best uh suzuki <laughs> appeared and that was like number seven on my list uh also lax versus young bucks versus lucha bros ladder match please oh boy we'll see, we'll see if we get there i wouldn't hate it they don't do a ton of triple threats uh some stupid punk saying lucha bros versus bucks might be the match of the night i that was match of the night to me alex i don't know about you oh yeah yeah no the, the, the yeah i i think that it was just it was it was it's hard to pick honestly but like <laughs> everything felt like it was nothing felt like it was like way head and shoulders about everything else. Yeah. It just felt like this probably was my, my picks because I, I was so pleasantly shocked by, by, by the finish. Like I was like, Oh hell yeah. The Lucha pros good for them. Like I've been big fans of both Penta and Phoenix since the Lucha underground days. Love these guys. And we talk about like, like I know like Sean's big thing is like, I've seen it. I've seen it a hundred times. Don't need to see Lucha bros. I'm sure it's going to be great, but I only see Lucha bros versus young bucks. Like we haven't seen it for two years. 
Like, I feel like there's got to be, uh, like, we're so used to, like, rematches and rematches. So many rematches in WWE, but they do they do six matches in six weeks. Like, like we, we should be so lucky that we could see two matches to, between uh, between them back back to forth like that. I mean, it was, uh, yeah, two, two years is definitely a long enough time between for me. We have a special guest, the karaoke oh. god himself. Jeremy Lambert, who was there today, who made it to Chicago. I'm so glad that you got to go, and I'm so glad you got to experience it. I mean, you guys were loud as hell when we were sitting at home. What was the vibe over, just like in general, like, man? Oh, crowd was crowd was hot all night for for everything. Really, the only thing was you know Tall Paul and QT, but that was designed to bring the crowd down a little bit everything else crowd was going crazy i'm glad it was mic'd well it seems like uh because they've had issues with miking some pay-per-views and, and some events and whatnot in the past so it seems like it was mic'd well and everyone was going crazy but it was a great show like an all-time an all-time show real just just an outstanding show it was so much fun. I'm so glad you got to be there. You walked right into Lucha Bros versus Young Bucks talk, so you picked a good time okay. to enter the stream. We've got some more super chats. I'm not, I'm not staying long, by the way. I'm here because Sean said it'd be cool if we had someone from Chicago jump on the stream, and Sean's doing work. I'm just, you know, right. I, I ain't working at all this weekend. This was my my vacation weekend, and uh, I'm glad glad it happened. Uh, but yes, and absolutely. <laughs> Back to super chats. Let's talk about Chicago. Uh, <laughs> did you eat any deep dish pizza? First of all, and did you get? An I ice did. Pizza? I got got some right here. Deep dish yeah. pizza. Yeah. There you go. From from uh, Lou Lou Mottis, I believe mm. this is what it's called. Yes, we got Sean Ross Sap used the uh, the Fightful bank account on on that one, so yes. didn't even have to pay for it, which was very right. nice. That <laughs> nice. How was this? Okay, was this your second AEW event? Was Rampage your first? No, pay-per-view event. No, no, no. I, w I was at Full Gear 2019, and I've been to Dynamite, okay. and I was obviously at Rampage. So, no, I've been to plenty of uh, AEW shows. Okay. What was the vibe in there like tonight compared to those? Oh, it was it was still on a different level. Full Gear was really good. Uh, Dynamite was in Charlotte 2019. Uh, the the go-home show for Full Gear. Um and then Rampage was the first Rampage, which was which was a great show as well. But this one, did that ending, I mean, I, I don't know if you guys have talked about it and everything, but like that ending was an all-time Tony Khan lunacy moment of, yeah, I'm going to give you Adam Cole, and then I'm going to give you Brian Danielson right after it. I mean – absolutely insane what was the what was before we get there the cm punk pop what was that yes. like experience live that that was crazy i was sitting uh beat i was between on both sides of me i had two cm punk haters on on each side of me so yeah just they but they they look they still pop they chanted cm punk they sang the song and everything by the end of it I think they were they were turned into some CM Punk fans, but they went into it just completely. No, no, still not. <laughs> 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 Conflicting reports from another source. Yes, sources yeah. say still not CM Punk fans. <laughs> um, uh, but the, the pop was crazy. I was like, just get ready. It's going to be an insane pop, and it certainly was uh, an insane pop. And then when when Cole came out, like. 
once Kenny Omega said dead man, the lights go down. I, I leaned over to uh, share Delaware and I was like, I think it's Cole. Like I'm pretty sure it's Cole right now. And then of course it is Adam Cole. And then I just thought to myself, like, he's going to do both. Like th this madman, the lunatic, the lunatic TK, he's going to do both. And he did. And Danielson did a, did a post-match promo, which uh, is probably all over social media at this point. If it's not, he basically just said, um, I came to AEW for three reasons. It was uh, one, like he was really happy where he used to be, but he's still like, he was like, this is the place to be. This is where I want to be. Uh, a, a lot about like the guys who came, were there from day one, like Moxley and Jericho, but the real guys who were there from day one, like the original guys and Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus and Marco Stunt were all in the ring. Uh, the second reason was like the fans. Um, so the, the fans are just, the fans are great. And the third reason was because he, he loves pro wrestling. And he said, you know, he never left pro wrestling. Like, like he didn't say CM Punk, but referencing CM Punk, he said he never left pro wrestling. He took pro wrestling wherever he went. And he said wrestling and wrestler, uh, whenever, you know, when he wasn't supposed to. And then, um, he's like, but you know, now we're here and I, and I am a wrestler. And he's like, uh, you know, guys call themselves the elite. We're about to find out. He ended with AEW. Let's fucking go! And my God, the reaction for that. Where uh, EP will have video. It's up. Okay, so the EP has video of that. I'll retweet that. Uh, yeah, literally please. right now. But the AEW. Let's fucking go! Oh man, oh, that man. was yeah. another just like just a huge huge reaction. That'll be on on my timeline in uh, two seconds if, if anybody wants to to see that portion of it. And we didn't even talk about Ruby Soho. Like, it sounded like the Real, reaction. Oh, that was fantastic. That, that was, yes. You know, we, we anticipated that that was who it was going to be, but that music hit. And, I mean, that was, that was probably the biggest reaction of the night from, from you. The Ruby Soho yeah. pop. Yeah. Very excited to hear, just to hear the song. But Ruby Soho got a great reaction. Suzuki got a great reaction. Like, get crowd pop for every single thing even like you know paul and qt that was fine we tried to get the tall paul chant going if you're listening we tried i don't know if it came through but there, you was, heard it. there was smatterings you guys heard it good thank I you i heard it and i tweeted i was like wait did i seriously just hear this and like seven people replied like it's faint but i hear it right here i hear it. I was yes so it was very faint but we tried to get it going <laughs> oh my gosh uh important things for you jeremy uh, Luomo and Adi's is Northside Classic Deep Dish Pizza. Blue Chew Boy SRS is insanely wrong about deep dish. <laughs> Philly, Ohio, man. Look, I, it was all I know is it was free, and I ain't complaining about free. That's all I care about. All right, that's all that's I care about. Fair. That's fair. There's just people so free. excited for you, Jeremy, in the chat. People asking you to sing a song. I know that you uh, you probably laid it all out on the field. I don't have uh, a voice you? after yesterday and tonight. <laughs> like, I don't have a voice. Guys, follow Jeremy on Twitter just so you can see the karaoke. I mean, honest to God, legend performance. The point <laughs> is doing an incredible job. Um, any anything else? I don't want to keep you if this is your vacation and you're not working. No, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go smash the cold beers with the with the with the boys down. <laughs> I'm probably gonna I, I just, uh, hang out with uh see what Luther is up to. That's my guy, <laughs> Chaos Project. Yeah. Represent, represent Chaos Project. Uh, so I'm gonna go chill out and enjoy the the rest of this vacation. Thank you. I, I do want to say to to everyone who I know 
I wasn't sure I was going to come. Some stuff happened. Fortunately, we, we made it. And I met a lot of great people in Chicago, whether it was media people, literally on the elevator coming back up to our room uh, five minutes ago, person in the elevator is just like, distraction podcast, right? And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. And then he's like, you guys do good work. And I was like, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, but like just getting, getting recognized is, is absolutely crazy to me. Um, just absolutely crazy. Thank you guys, everyone, Fightful community, distraction community. Thank you guys for the support, for reaching out. Everybody I've met this weekend. Uh, every, again, just thank you guys so much. This was uh, usually I, I'm doing a lot of work during this. It was nice to actually go on a vacation, go to an all time show, spend time uh, with, with my girlfriend and Guys, thank you for, for everything. And thank you guys for everything you guys do. Kate and Alex, yeah. love y'all. Thank, Holding thank, it thank, down thank while you're enjoying yourself. Jeremy works really hard. He was typing up articles during Marvels <laughs> the other day. But Jeremy, if I can just say you suck at Marvels. Yes. He does that to me all the time. See, I can still have some control here, and I I can be in the stream yard. So everything with my framing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't you didn't think that was coming, did you? Okay. <laughs> I'm out. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh man, Jeremy rules. It was so good to hear from our correspondent right there. Um, let's get Love back it. to some of these these super chats about this match because we still got a lot to go and we're already in that oh, yeah. and man oh, yeah. oh man jeremy i have revolution anti-hero or three floyd zombie dust on me i don't know what any of that means i'm assuming it's cool those, video those, game things. those are those are uh the chicago oh, beers some chicago beer recommendations mm. ah, brandon tongue chiming back in saying penta's blood on the belt was a nice touch yeah no that was that was like the, the the moment where he went out there and like just bleeding all over the place and hugged his daughter while holding the belt and his daughter was crying because she just watched daddy get kicked in the face by thumbtacks like I, like I, I mean how emotional that is but also like I mean it's with like as a white man like it's it's such a ridiculous thing to say but like I I I I felt how how much that meant to the Chicano and and Latin American community, um, that that was that was theirs on a night where they were getting cheered, like the doors were blowing off for them in Chicago to have to have that moment for them in a place where they were universally beloved. I mean, it's, it's perfect. I screwed up our framing, but we're gonna keep whatever. It's but I I'm with you on that. Cheeky monkey saying legit tears in my eyes for the Lucha Brothers entrance. So beautiful. James Barra saying, uh, I cried when Penta's partner and daughter hugged him. Yep, so deserving. I love Lucha Brothers. Chicago has a huge Chicano population. Population, a great town for this. Frank Aguilera saying, as Latino, I'm just ruining everybody's beautiful Hispanic names, by the way. I apologize. As Latino, the Lucha Bros moment was touching, given my people's depictions on the other show for the last 15 years. Oh, boy. TK is invited to the next carne asada. I love that. Um, oh, and Luis chiming in, our, our fantastic, wonderful Super Chat moderator who's making this all come in. He was saying that he cried too. He's Mexican and he just absolutely fucking loved this match. Evan Wright, Box Lucha, Lucha Bros, still the show match of the year uh, from Walter. Ooh, I'll take that. I, I can see that. Van Twinblade saying Don Callis more like Don Cialis. <laughs> 
Sarah. man. Uh, Sarah Miedo, yep. So I'm Stephen Punk saying, can't shut out the point god, not even Kalex. Look, no. he... That's you, you, you cannot stop him. You can only hope to contain him. That is unbelievably accurate. You know what else? If you need to contain... Oh, man. I don't have it. You don't have it? It's on like, videos or something? I'm going to find it. Because <laughs> I can't, because I'm locked out of that part. I can't do oh, it. No. Wait, I think I have it. I had such a great segue for it, too, man. All right. Pretend the past 10 seconds didn't happen because I just okay. found it. Good. If you need to contain what's in your pants, Manscaped has you covered and Sean Ross Sapp has you covered. Even when he's not on the show, he's going to tell you all about Manscaped and their great products to help you contain what's in your pants while you can't contain your emotions watching AEW. Attention listeners across the galaxy. From Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with the Performance Package 4.0 that orbits your pants will make you feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com, getting 20% off and free shipping with the code FIGHTFUL. Listen. You don't want to look like you're in a blood feud with your own wiener and balls. And Manscaped makes sure that's the case. The new Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. It's here to guide you on a journey to trim your body, your balls, your butt, even your anus. The fourth generation trimmer comes with cutting edge ceramic blades to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. Has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on off switch that can engage a travel lock, and is even waterproof. Has a 4,000K LED spotlight you can turn on and off. Plus, it's got the weed whacker for your nose and ear hairs. It's got the crop preserver, ball deodorant, the crop reviver. They even threw in two free gifts to their performance package 2.0 the Manscaped boxers and the shed travel bag. 20% off, plus free shipping with the code FIGHTFUL at checkout. Guys, this is on me. If I had known it was going to be space theme, I would have found something in the Statlander match. <laughs> I'm better than that. I should have seen it beforehand. <laughs> um, well, let's move on to the Women's Casino Battle Royale. Uh, this is the only thing I wasn't obsessed with from beginning to end. I'm not going to call it bad. There was a lot of booking that I didn't like. I generally don't love casino battle royals. Um, I felt like Kira Hogan getting kicked out early was stupid. She's I, not, she's not signed. Like, that's what I keep telling myself. She's not signed to the company. She's, she's there. She's great, but she's doing like high-profile enhancement matches on Dark ele Elevation. Eventually, she's going to be signed, and next time they do one of these, if that was what happens to her, I'll totally be in your corner. But they had to eliminate some people, 
And what they were doing, though I don't love it, was making Nyla seem unbeatable so that when she did get beat, it, ha- it carried more weight. And Kiera was part of that collateral damage. It sucks. But there was there was the ending was too perfect for sure. me to judge anything that preceded it too harshly since everything had to happen that way in order for the ending to be perfect. Yeah, I hear you there. Uh, the ending was absolutely perfect. We, of course, got Ruby Soho with, I, you heard Jeremy speak to it before, maybe the biggest reaction of the night. I had chills at home. I knew it was coming and I still got chills. Once that ranted music hit, kudos to Tony Khan for getting the ranted music too. Um, I, I'm so excited to see her. I'm excited to see her in a pro wrestling company. I'm excited to see her uh, immediately enter a feud that I think will be great with Britt. Um, I, 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 I'm just so over it with Nyla cause they keep being like, she's a beast, except she can't win the title like ever, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, keep putting her in those pictures, but I understand it for the purposes here. I kind of wish Jade Cargill was just a little bit further along and could have run that track, but I think she's a little green for it. Well, I mean, this is what, I, this is what I'm looking at. Like when I say this is that there are no more excuses, Tony, we love you you've got what could be considered the best top to bottom women's division in all of pro wrestling because they're they're it's very top heavy considering how they're booked in WWE top to bottom it's one of the best there is out there you can certainly lay claim to that so no more excuses you get you multiple feuds you got one woman's title you can that's a feud there should be at least two others that you're running on dynamite on rampage, not just relegated to to aid to dark, like because the whole Diamante and 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 uh, Big Swole thing they've been running on on Mondays and uh, you know like, like fine, but like like that's something that can be on your show, you know, like do do them like that because you've got such great things. So so what I'm looking at is I'm looking at at at, at the moment where they established kind of a, an alliance of Cargill. And, and Nyla of Jaden and Nyla and then Nyla turns on her and eliminates her. That's a match, at least a match, if not a feud. And Cargill goes over to move her further along. Now I, I don't I don't I don't know. It's just gonna be two big strong women slugging each other. I don't know how I don't know how I understand Jade's still green, but but she needs to be protected, I think, moving forward because she's got so much star power, my God, that you have to figure out a way to, to train her while she's working, working on the job training, and then beating Nyla to move up that card and become the monster of the division, I think is very important for the future, let's say a year, 18 months from now. Jade, at some point, Jade's going to be an unstoppable monster champion that nobody can beat until somebody beats her. And that's going to be an awesome story. I don't know when that's going to happen. It could be long ways from now, but this is a major point on that story is her coming up against the, the former unstoppable monster Nyla and saying, no, 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 no. I'm here now. That's a great story. That's something you got to do. All these other ones you're doing, like they're doing, like they're dipping their toes into a Ty Conti versus the the Bunny and Penelope Ford. That's fine. They've got at least half a dozen really great challengers lined up for Brit. I hope she beats each of them before yeah. 
somehow you you I mean you got to do the thing. I think the next time that 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 Brit is in the ring one on one with Thunder Rosa, Thunder Rosa's got to beat her. Yeah. So whatever you do to figure out a way to to to, to artificially keep her. She, it's not her time. It's not her time. But when it's her time, that match is going to kick all kinds of ass. Oh my god! And Britt's gonna lose because Thunder Rosa is her kryptonite, and I can't wait for that story to be told. There's all this other stuff there that, to be done, and in the meantime, if if one of your one of these six women isn't the challenger, she's got to be doing something else. Yeah. On on screen being shown, like figuring out a way to like keep her strong and not just strong, but in the minds of the viewers, so that when you turn that key and all of a sudden she's the challenger, we know her, we love her, and we can't wait to see that match. And you have enough God, God knows you have enough hours on of television and YouTube during the week to make sure if you're running, if you're running something like Swollen Diamante on elevation. For God's sake, give us 30 seconds on Dynamite to show us what happened in that feud so that maybe when you can run a blow-off match from a from a elevation feud, you can run the blow-off match on Dynamite and we can be invested in that. Like you can do all this great stuff. You have to now because yeah. now you now Obi-Wan Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. We we need you to be that light in the darkness. Yeah. And 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 there's no more excuses. The, the women's division is there. It's ready to be booked strong. Book it strong. I couldn't agree more. And you even saw at NWA Empower, like the talent that showed up there that's in the AEW women's yeah. division absolutely shine. So they need to start showing it on their own product. But And, and Layla is absolutely somebody oh who's in that six women who needs a match versus yeah. Rit. Like She's unreal. She's very, she's as awesome as she is tiny, which is very awesome because she's very tiny. Uh, we're going to go through some of these super chats and then we'll talk about the end of this match because it was perfect. Um, some stupid punk says they're currently turning she to heel on dark. Yeah. To, to what end is kind of where I'm at with that. I don't know about you, Alex. Yeah. Uh, Cargill is, Mark Losper says that Cargill is going to be a star for the future, but boy, oh boy, watching her work right now is tough. Yeah, uh, she, even during the Battle Royale, she stood out as green a little bit. I would like to see her paired with Kiara Hogan. Um, and, and I feel like Kiara Hogan would be a great way to transition her and, and while she catches up on how to do this properly and how to break her in. I think that could be really cool. Uh, James Edward Smith saying, I thought that the Women's Battle Royal ruled Ruby Soho immediately feels like a top lady. This is what I love about this outcome, Alex. Thunder Rosa can't lose to Brit again, like you said, but I wanted it to come down to her and, and Ruby Soho. Ruby Soho can go and lose to Brit, and it's not going to matter because it, it, it just doesn't. Like, she immediately feels important because she's in the title picture, but her losing doesn't matter because she's going to look like a star. She's going to give Brit a huge run for her money. I think the ending of this was fantastic and the outcome ruled. Uh, 100%. Um, they, they, they wanted you to, to be concerned about, um, about uh, Nyla beating up these two women. And I think, um, I think I might've been, had I known that Tony Khan is too smart to do another Nyla Rose Britt Baker title match. So having her be in, if it was Jade in that position, I would be like, oh damn, they might, they might do this. They yeah. might use Jade beating the hell out of Britt 
to turn Brit face. Yes. Like, they, they might do that. But because it's Nyla, you're like, Nyla's not winning this thing. Yeah. Um, and then she didn't. But it came down to, like, I love the moment of, of, of Ruby and, and Thunder, uh, Rosa, looking at each other going like, all right, bet. Let's do this. This is going to be fun. And I, I thought it was a wonderful moment between the two of them. Um, but I will, I will say this. When, when Ruby came out as the Joker, the look on her face, when everyone's singing her music and going nuts for her, like, I got emotional. I got emotional. Yeah, me too. Because you could see something in her in her brain click and go, "Oh, I'm home." Yeah, like, this is this is what it's like to. This is what I thought that would be. This yep. is it, and it's it's perfect because everyone loves Ruby. Ruby apparently is legendary for being the sweetest, most wonderful person in the world. So if you if you know her, you love her. If you don't know her. You, you love, love her, her because yeah. like it's just perfect. And there's this wonderful moment of her recognizing this is where I'm supposed to be. This is and now it's go time. And it, it's everything I everything I wanted for her. I'm so so happy for that response that she got, for being put over, for getting a title match versus Brit. Because holy hell, is that that is that gonna that she's she's gonna we're gonna hear from her for the first time on Dynamite on Wednesday. I can't wait to see how they're going to build this feud. Just Brit's going to be so perfect. Is this person, she's going to say like, Oh, coming from somebody somewhere else. We're supposed to take you seriously. Yeah. yeah. Cause they, cause they, cause you, you, you weren't good enough there and now you're here and no, and everyone's going to be like, you hypocrite. Look who your boyfriend is. And, I, and it's going to be perfect. It's going to be so good. Brit's going to be so good at building this match with Ruby and the match itself is going to be, so great, I know. And and when Ruby doesn't win, we're all going to be crushed, even though we're all going to be happy because yeah. we want Brit to be champion forever. It's yep. perfect. It's perfect. There was like, when you were talking about her reaction, there was like a sense of peace, like on her yeah. face. That yeah. was just, just beautiful. Just over her. It was beautiful. A lot of super chats coming in about this. Chris saying, Brit, Statlander, Rosa, Hater, now Soho, and eventually Cargill are stars. No more excuses. Couldn't agree more. Some stupid punk says arguably more excited for Ruby than anyone. Um, I'm I'm a CM Punk girl. As far as impact on elevating the product, she might be it. She really might. R26 saying Sheeta fans have a lot of questions. I I completely hear and um, understand Sheeta, that. Sheeta is one of those people that should that that if you're not going to um, use her in the title picture. Um, then she could she could be really utilized well to help other people be elevated to that position. Um, or like if if Thunder Rosa can't have matches with Brit, like like have her and and Sheeta get in a one upsmanship or one ups womanship contest and have a series of matches Sheeta versus versus Thunder Rosa. When Thunder Rosa wins that series of matches versus Sheeta. That's going to mean something because she is the longest reigning women's champion in AW history. And then you can have that propel Thunder Rosa up the ranks that way. There's a lot of great things you can do with Sheeta that isn't being eliminated like fourth in this match. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And in general, not so much in the women's division so far, but AEW is really good about like, okay, we're going to turn up the gas on this person. And then they do and they do it in a way that makes sense. Um, Brendan Towngate saying this show was the most fun I've ever seen. Every surprise was on point and amazing. Sign me up for Ruby Soho and Thunder Rosa feud. Yeah. 
Uh, Dr. V saying sign Shaza in sky blue. I think sky blue. Maybe we didn't get the graphic, but certainly seems like she might be signed. Move Scorpio up to the singles card and we're gold. I'm with you. I don't need the Dan Lambert thing at all. Nerd Guru saying the graphics for all three are just heartwarming. However, Ruby's is the Beetlejuice inspired. So she wins. Hell yeah to that. (laughs) Yes. Yes. 100%. So yeah, I somehow mixed, mixed her NXT run. And so I never saw... Uh, how much in the main roster Ruby? I never saw much in main roster Ruby. Excuse me. Uh, after tonight, I can't wait to see Soho versus everyone. I'm with you. The, that's Lam- the thing. Like the the NXT run that 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 she had, that Ruby Riot had was was priceless. It was so good. It was every every. It was like it, I I just loved her being the baby face, coming in all tattooed, all tatted up with the crazy hair and the piercings and everything. And we loved her. Like she yeah. was so great. And the first thing that they do after she was this great, like fiery baby face throughout NXT, one of the worst ever heel face realignments that they did was have her show up on Raw, teaming with two women she never interacted with in NXT and turn heel immediately. And it was just, what are you doing? She was she was made to like like she was made for feuds as the babyface versus Charlotte or versus Sasha. Like she was made for those things, and you were like, nah, she's gonna run this weird eclectic trio, and they're gonna be straight up like no frills, no nuance heels. And it and from then on, it never worked because they didn't see the right things in her. And now I believe they see the right things in Ruby Soho and AEW. I'm going to read down a couple of these. And sorry, you guys, we're going to skip some of the redundant ones just because it's already closing in on 1.30 in the morning and an hour and a half on the show. And we haven't even gotten to the juiciest stuff yet. But uh, we do have Ryan Lambert saying uh, that he's real-life friends with Sky Blue and has seen how hard she works. Couldn't be more proud of her than tonight. That rules. I love hearing that stuff. A lot of people, uh, Joey Bag of Donuts saying that uh, when Ruby came out, the look of joy on her face was awesome. People crying for Suzuki and then for Soho. Ruby deserves cheers. Uh, loved this pay-per-view. Some people saying sign Nicole Savoy and Mercedes Martinez. I would not hang that. Uh, no. And Sawyer saying uh, Ruby hugging Bryce after winning. I melted. So yeah, much yeah. love for Ruby. We love, love, love to see it um and so much love for us what a show how am i supposed to sleep kate and alex could it get any better no adam and it can't i don't normally watch post shows that don't have srs because i'm a mark you see but i dig team calyx hey thanks destora i was the one with the mute denise and tall paul signs that got my srs on twitter fantastic that's accomplished oh acd and ac and bd were here also f that f a lot more calyx baby i freaking love you guys this is so much fun fun. oh man let's swing in to cm punk and darby allen and then we'll go back to flattering ourselves because there's more of those super chats which are always great man I was wrong about this match in the most delightful way. I got to be honest. I thought this was going to be CM Punk sneezing and Darby Allen bumping into the eighth row and Darby was just going to bump like crazy. The story that they told in this match was so different than what I was expecting and so well done. I've said it a million times. I'm a punk mark. But what Darby did in this match, Darby's storytelling was 
absolutely, absolutely right there. The amount of stuff that was, I'm getting outwitted by this veteran, but I'm escaping it because I'm youthful and insane and acrobatic. I, I just absolutely loved it. And it was a completely different thing than I was expecting. I felt like we got a completely different Darby tonight than we have in the past. He wasn't fighting from behind the whole time. I felt like this was very even with CM Punk outwitting him uh, and him just forcefully, you know, he had his offense there, some spots around the apron where Punk was eating bumps for him, which I'm sure felt great for the first time in seven and a half years. But I, I, no surprise how much I love this match, but a very different match than I was expecting. Um, the the GTS where he hits him with it and Darby rolls out of the ring and Punk is like, not like this. Oh my God, that moment was so great. I liked the GTS not being super protected because it's not that like killer of a finisher. It doesn't need to be like the Black Mass. I just really loved this from them in the sitting down spot where the, where Punk takes a seat next to him. Um, the facial expressions on Punk constantly sizing him up. Uh, this was very different than I was anticipating. I like that it didn't go on in the main event because obviously what we ended up getting, mm -hmm. but also the the pacing logically building like this was so much different than I expected. Just little stuff. Punk sitting up when he went to do the coffin drop. That makes sense to do your Undertaker sit-up moment. Um, Darby throwing himself accidentally into an almost GTS and then running out of the ring. I just really loved the storytelling, and it was completely different than I was expecting. What did you think, Alex? Oh, I loved it. I mean, it's, it's punk punk played everything perfectly. Like there, there's a, there's a honestly like I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that I was a theater actor for so long. Um, but like, there's moments where 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 these guys are actors and, 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 and it, and it, and it makes, it makes my, warms my heart. Um, but there's a moment right in the beginning, they do the first collar and elbow tie up and then Darby drops down with a lightning quick arm drag. Yes. And, and, and punk just goes, huh? All right. Okay, let's do this. And yeah. there was a moment where he was like, you're even faster than I thought you were. Yes. This God, so is good. going to be a different match than I expected. Mm -hmm. And him in that moment, doubting himself for one hair of a tiny little millimeter of a second. And then so, no, fuck this. I'm the best in the world. I'm getting <laughs> back up. It was, it was perfect. And it told the entire story of the match from then on in that one little take that he took to himself. It's it's perfect. It's, it's everything that I always loved about Punk was yes. just the fact that he is always on telling a story whenever whenever he's in, in in view of anybody when he like there's the, the all the stuff that like the gifs of him where he's like where he's he can't believe what he's hearing and he's just like what behind like he's like this he's behind triple h who's being talked to and he's like <laughs> like he's he's always the star of the movie he's in regardless of whether or not yeah. he's he is like it's just great and everything that you, you touched on was was perfect i'm not gonna go too deep into it but the GTS moment where, where he knocks Darby out of the ring and scrambles to, to keep him manning. because like, okay, now what? Like, there's just these wonderful moments of all that. Um, and yeah, you're right. Darby accidentally finding himself almost put to sleep 
two minutes into the match and scrambling outside Ugh. and beating himself up on all fours on the floor. Like, damn it, you're so stupid. Like, yeah. Darby desperately wanted to win this match. Yes, that was so... And that awesome. was what I loved about it is that Darby Darby knows he's in this match because Punk wanted, wanted him to be in this match. And like he can say, Punk knows how good I am. That's why I'm in this match. Punk's going to find out how good I am yeah. when I beat him in his first match back. Nobody expects that. I'm going to do it. That was the story he was telling this whole time. And not only like did he, did he want to do it, he want to prove, he had to prove it to himself. Because Darby, Darby's this, any any emo kid is secretly a little bit of, a, of doubting himself with the whole thing. That's why he's trying so hard with the half face paint. Because he's got to prove to him, prove to everybody else how 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 cool he is. But no, he's got to prove to everybody how that he is as good as they say. And so that desperation of trying to make sure that he did he did everything right was so good. And and the moment after the match, where oh. Sting came out to check on his son, and then the the handshake, and then Punk checking on Darby, that whole thing. With just it was almost silent, like I was just like I was I I was so nervous for something like Punk grabbing Sting and hitting the GTS and turning heel immediately. Yeah. Like, no, I was like, oh, oh, we're doing this. Are we doing this? And the fact that it didn't, and they knew they knew we were gonna feel that way at home. They they are gonna they are going to let it hang in front of us when when not if. When CM Punk is going to go into business for CM Punk because we know it's going to happen. And I have no idea when, but they're always going to give us those moments where we're wondering if it is it now? Is it now? Okay, how about now? Like, it's, I can't wait. It's so good. So, how about uh, even on his way out when some stupid punk says he loved that punk instinctively going down the heel tunnel? That killed me. I love. Loved him yeah. flirting with the yeah, heels. Yeah, so button. good. So good. Oh, man. Um, we, we've got James Edward Smith saying, sting out the end, like, are you winning, son? I loved it. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> A13 Car Guy says, this show was so damn good that the graphic for Punk versus Darby popped up, and I was like, oh, damn, I forgot. Let's go. Yeah, that Lucha Brothers Young Bucks match made me be like, oh, shit, yeah, we still have, like, the rest of this incredible card. Speed Punk saying Darb hit, Darby hitting the post with his back made me hurt. Yeah. Darby yeah. finds new and interesting ways to bump so it looks like he's killing himself. It's 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 impressive and terrifying. It's terrifying. Uh, Dickie's TV. Bro, my heart was racing, LMAO. I was ready for that heel turn. Yeah, I'm, my dream is that he just goes and attacks Daniel Bryan's neck for like 20 minutes at some point, but... It's gonna happen because he's the best bad guy. Um, but but they're gonna let this sit for a little bit, I think. It, it's he's just so over right now and so sincerely happy. It's like so wonderful, so wonderful to see. Um, back to how great you and I are, Alex. Let's go back to the super chats. Yeah, the <laughs> next the next match we're gonna cover is uh, is Jericho versus MJF, and we currently have zero super chats for it. So if you'd like to to contribute anything to that discussion, now's the time to do that while we read a bunch of stuff we we missed going back. So uh, so there you go. About us. Mm -hmm. 
Miss TV says Alex is the best. I can't argue with that. Yes, he is. Maybe hmm. loves saying I never realized I needed to see SRS and Rocky Horror cosplay until now. I think that was probably about the ad we read, and that was yeah, that's true. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Peter Child one saying Alex and Kate, you guys are the best. I love you guys. I love you too. Darn it! And I love pro wrestling today. Um, let me just make sure I covered as much as I can. I think there's some other stuff we never got to too. Like uh, somebody, somebody, somebody put in uh, talking about the best friends, uh, Jurassic Express versus Hardy Family Office match. The return nobody's talking about is the butcher. butcher the yep. butcher's back, as I referred to him the first time I ever saw him on Dynamite. It's Mad Max Teddy Roosevelt. Why did nobody <laughs> tell me that Mad Max Teddy Roosevelt existed and he was a wrestler? And I, I I've loved him ever since. And I'm so happy he's back. Uh, I'm, 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 I, you can call, you can, you can, you can call me a, a butcher guy, not a blade guy. I've always been team butcher. Um, so I'm happy that he's back. I love it. Back to some overall thoughts. Easy attack saying AEW making wrestling look like the easy, most elementary shit in the world. Uh, that was an awesome show by Tony Khan and his crew. There are surprises that you know. And then there's surprises that you don't know, right? Like there's speculative speculative surprises. Like Daniel Bryan's probably showing up today. Maybe Adam Cole is. But then there's Suzuki, right? Like it's it's amazing. Like Sting came completely out of nowhere. That's another example. Like yeah. such great stuff. HCA4 saying this is professional wrestling at its best. Props to everyone at Fightful. Oh, we already read that one, but we'll take all the props anyway that we can get. Uh, Jonathan McPherson saying they've spent four months promoting their roster and three weeks promoting this pay-per-view. Risky, but everyone won. One of the best nights of wrestling I can remember. Hell yeah. Freak Show Child saying uh, the show is incredible. AEW on even level field with WWE now. No excuses. I would say a higher playing field. Make sure to use the pieces right and please don't let Paige get lost in the shuffle, buddy. I don't think you have to worry about that Here's for a longer Tony Tony Khan is playing this so perfectly. There's no way he doesn't know that when Paige comes back from paternity leave is going to be an epic pop that like like as 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 big as anything we saw tonight. Paige is the homegrown guy we all love and know. He has to be the guy who takes the belt off of Kenny. So when he comes back, people are going to go crazy for it. He hasn't lost sight of that. He knows he knows where that he knows what what that moment is. But it means because it's not some dude who was who was disaffected elsewhere and came and came to AEW. Hangman Page is the homegrown guy. That moment is big for AEW because it doesn't rely on star power elsewhere. And Tony Khan knows that. He's not going to get lost in the shuffle. They know what they're doing with him. Completely agree. And we have N-S-O-G-R-E. I think it's a cute way to spell Insiguri. But uh, looking forward to Wednesday night before, but now I'm damn near giddy. I hear you, buddy. I freaking hear you. Uh, MJF and Jericho. Yes, this happened. Say our wonderful <laughs> moderators. Uh, some stupid punk saying MJF should have won both times. Agreed. Speed punk saying it was cool to see Jericho's guitar player playing. Uh, both fun things. I yep. appreciate a good dusty finish, uh, especially when we had the the Eddie Guerrero finish. I like people being students of the game, but boo, yeah, this was not not super it for me. 
No, I, 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 I hate Jericho. I loathe Jericho. Every time he's <laughs> on my screen, I, my skin crawls. I, I thought that the, the uh, obviously from the response to him winning, I am in the minority. Um, uh, but um, I thought that it was perfectly done. To, like they, they, they. If they, if this is what you want to do, I disagree with your choice. But if this is what you want to do, this is how you do it. Like having it be Aub Aubrey Edwards, who you know is absolutely going to be the one who wants to get it right, no matter what. And they they didn't have another they didn't have another ref come down and say, "Hey, by the way, uh, Miro did a low blow to Eddie Kingston, so that does that shouldn't count. That's a disqualification." They didn't do that. Why? Because there wasn't a ref at ringside to see to see that happen. Why was there a ref at ringside to see? Jericho's leg on the ropes because they were still trying to get control of the Hager versus Wardlow brawl. They thought of everything. Like this is the reason why I hate in the other company where sometimes the ref will come out and say, ah, 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 ah. no, 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 no. And don't, you have to have a reason for if once it's happened at some point, it has to be, has to happen all the time. If there's instant replay in wrestling, now there has to be it all the time. Not just when you choose. The fact that they found a reason to make it work this time. Yes. Great. Um, uh, and and they spent the entire night. And MJF is so much better than any, that everybody says he is. He's he's going to turn around in five years and not only be the best promo, but we one of the top ten workers in in the world. Just just straight up like. Just straight up in, in being perfect at everything, not doing high flying flips and amazing strikes and everything, but just never being bad at anything. And and the moment where where he he did that cool like um, reversal on the top rope into like a liger driver a, a bomb, a thing, yeah, that was, and he landed and he landed really hard on his tailbone, and and the reverberations gave him back spasms from being power bombed onto the apron five minutes before and he was selling that back he was shrieking in pain you never get a chance to like watch that kind of character like genuine like he, he like evoking genuine pathos from a from a, yes. from a viewer because we think he's a piece of shit but he was in serious pain and the fact that when jericho got in the walls of Jericho, which is a hold that affects the lower back. The fact that he's been selling the lower back for 15 minutes means it hurts even more. And you could, I was like, he's going to try and get all, he's going to get almost to the ropes and then Jericho's going to walk him back and he's going to sit even deeper and MJF is going to have to tap out. Why? Because we all know he's secretly a pussy and that's <laughs> this perfect thing. Like that's, I mean, it's 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 really well put together in every way. Mm -hmm. I just still think it happens to be the wrong choice. Not only that, but after the match, Jericho is out there. Uh, he's still badly damaged from the match. And who comes out there? But all his inner circle boys to, to have a big old inner circle jerk with him and give a big big old group hug. And 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 that's that's great and everything. But how much better would that moment have been? If they had lost at double or nothing and been forced to break up, and the first time we saw them all in the ring together again was this moment when Jericho got revenge on MJF for cheating in that match at double or nothing and costing them their faction. 
Now, they wouldn't have to get back together again now, but the fact that they were all appreciative of Jericho for finally like teaching MJF a lesson, that would mean so much more if they, like, there's, AEW makes so few just objectively wrong booking decisions <laughs> that the ones that they do stand out so much more. Yes. And that one to me will always be one. Yeah, especially because it's just felt stuck in the mud since then as far as like, I said it before, like th this was a great faction that was used to propel a lot of people forward. And now it just feels like it's holding them back. So I am completely with you on that. Um, we have Mark Losper asking, why have people turned on Jericho so hard? I have some issues with his politics, but he seems like so many people really hate him now. My issue is, uh, is it's hard to root for him as a face. It has nothing to do. I'm talking strictly wrestling. I also disagree with his politics, but um, like the pinnacle feels like the guys that are cool. And I want to root for them more than I wanted to root for uh this face turned inner circle because when you go from being like silly comedy heels and then these cool heels come along you're like wait no i at least i do i'm like i like the cool guys so my issue was was more that and i just felt like this has been extended past the course it's run yes. it, it's not really that too much i appreciate how much jericho did for this company it was built on his championship 100 like, like yeah Jer jericho needed that that mo that this company needed jericho as the face of it at that time now that time has passed and we we don't we, he doesn't need to be in a, in a very top all the time on the TV kind of thing. I also just hate his whole dad rock aesthetic. I think he's <laughs> trying so hard. I think I think I think he's a midlife crisis, like just brought to life. And and he just it feels to me like like this guy who's like, you don't understand, Cheryl. It's all about the music. And Cheryl says, Dan, you're a sales rep for a carpet company, like. Like, that's what you do. Like, uh, it's great that you like to hang out with your buddies on the weekend and play your rock music, but you need to come back down to earth, Dan. Like, you're a sales rep for a carpet company. I'm divorcing you. That's what this feels like in action. And I, I, I Dan, the dad rocker who, who thinks he's, he's actually the front man for Motley Crue, that guy is somebody I can't get behind as a baby face. It's just true. He's kind of like Rick Boogs, but you're supposed to really like him. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. We we have to, at some point, move into this the match of the night. Tall Paul versus QT Marshall. Um, there was a Tall Paul chant, and I heard it. And I, I have never been more proud to be associated with Fightful than that moment. That's it. That's it. I mean, we'll talk about these super chats. This was an ass whooping. I appreciated QT Marshall's sparkle butt. Like those were some fun tights he had. Mm -hmm. uh, 813 car guy says, this was hands down my favorite pay-per-view of all time. I was even interested in tall Paul beating up QT Marshall. $50 seems too cheap for this event. God bless you that this pay-per-view hyped you so much that you were excited for this. <laughs> but I will say one thing that we haven't talked about yet is the sequencing on this card was perfect. I thought it was like the best match order that you could have ever had. And this being just wedged in there as like a three minute breather or whatever for the fans who were hyped this entire time, not like the worst call they ever could have made. 
Um, Ryan Lambert saying, hopefully y'all caught the tall Paul chance on TV. I had the whole section. I was enchanting it. This was the best show I've ever been to. They were faint, but I thought I heard them. And then when I tweeted it out and seven people were like, I heard them too. I heard them too. I was so excited. Right. Perfect. Oh man. I don't really have anything to say about this match. This was a minute and a half longer than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was just gonna be a punch. Yeah. Um, so we'll just we'll move right stinking along. We get a Malachi Black promo here. I don't need to go into this too much. I think it was good that he was on our screens because he seems like one of the hottest things running and he wasn't booked on this pay-per-view, which seems crazy. Uh, uh yeah, I I I I love it. I I, I will say that, that he seems to now have a catchphrase. Like he seemed the way he said it, like he turned his body to look at the TV, like to look at the camera. And he said, um, because on Wednesday, it's time to pay the boatman's toll. Like he actually paused. Oh, yeah. It's time to pay the boatman's toll is one of the most badass catchphrases in the history of wrestling or catchphrases or maybe even the earth. Like that is so great. And somebody, somebody said, I don't know if it was a super chat or not. But I saw it in the chat, and it's so true. After he hits the black mass or whatever he's calling it now, he should reach into his like he should go to the corner, go to his like his gear, and fish out two old timey like giant coins and put them on the eyes of his opponent and walk out of the ring. Ooh. Like I like he should like like that used to be where the heels would do something. It's like they'd win and then they would do something really, really heelish before they would leave. Like Brutus would cut somebody's hair and then uh, a millionaire man would stuff money in your mouth. Like like Malachi Black putting coins on your eyes so you could pay the boatman's toll would be so fucking great. That is one of the coolest catchphrases in the history of words. I'm with you. I have nothing. I have nothing that I can talk about with Malachi Black except just to say he's the coolest person in the in the world. Like I don't know what to say beyond that. Um, let's talk about the main event for like a couple minutes, but then let's just let's just talk about the ending of the show. Main event was really good. I felt like it was a very different match than we got the first time. There was a noticeable energy in the crowd that was like, this is a good thing that's happening in front of me. I know something bigger is coming. And it, it kind of took the wind out of it a little bit for me. They also were hyped for like six hours already. So it might've just been fatigue as well. But I felt like there was like this energy hanging over the whole show that was like, something, something big is waiting in the wings for us right now. Because you knew Kenny wasn't going to lose probably. No, Kenny's not losing. Uh, the, when when they were like when 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 Punk versus Darby went on somewhere near the middle of the show, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, well, this means something. Something's up with the big, but the the, the 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 thing we all know is coming is coming at the very end of the show, and it's going to be really exciting, and I can't wait. But they said, oh, here's the thing you all know is coming after a different reveal that you didn't know was coming you might have thought was coming but you probably thought was coming a few weeks from now so here it is now like like here's the like the swerve is not something we don't like it's a thing we do like like on top of another thing that we do like this is just this is just this is just um the babysitter who feeds you ice cream 
because <laughs> because it's because like you're like my parents never let me have this. This is awesome. This is Tony Khan is the is the babysitter you love because the babysitter brings ice cream. That's oh that's my what this God. is. That is the most perfect analogy I've ever heard. Mm. Um, oh, Evan Wright said to rename the Black Mass the Boatman's Toll. I I don't hate that idea, but I also think the Black Mass is about. Well, he doesn't even call it that anymore. He calls it something else, like the Sin Eater or something. I don't know what it is, but it's yeah. I don't know what it is, but it it just rules. Yeah. Back to back uh, super chats from Van Twinblade saying Adam Cole, baby, Brian Danielson, baby. Yes. Yup. Nearly yep. <laughs> Norm Summers nearly yeeted my coffee table out the window. <laughs> right of the Valkyries hit Dynamite needs to start with a we're not worthy chant. Also, hi Kate, swear jar and snacks for Alex. Stay juicy. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. <laughs> Nerd Guru was saying you may recall I said on the post NXT show that uh when <laughs> that an AW crowd saying Adam Cole baby would light my veins on fire will consider me burnt. Yep. Yep. JB yep. Love saying went all blueberry for blubbery. Blubbery. Oh, blubbery. I'm blueberry. Bear with me. It's 10 of 2 in the morning, my time. For Ruben's intro and win, she's a punk rock tornado. I love her dearly. Her with CM Punk just needs Sammy Zayn for the perfect punk trifecta. Don't know if we're getting that, but I wouldn't hate it. Uh, Zach Shamel, AW is superior to WWE now. This beat. SummerSlam by a light year. Yeah, it did. Adam Cole's turn will be amazing. Uh, Ruby can finally let loose and faces help other faces, which I love. I don't even need Bluetooth now. <laughs> you guys are the best. This is so fun. It's still real to me, damn it. What a handle. AW just said a huge statement. What a night for pro wrestling. I finally love uh, this industry again. Biggest shock. JR didn't even call him Daniel Bryan. Nope, but he yeah. did call Ruby Soho Ruby Riot. Uh, god damn what a show uh did not expect brian and cole at the same time crazy time to be a wrestling fan that danielson theme slapped so hard cm not punk just cm unless cm mm-hmm. punk is secretly super chatting our show in which i would literally just pass out right now <laughs> all-time show with multiple all-time moments adam cole debut made me think no danielson which made danielson even better that's what they were trying to do to you buddy also might be in the minority but i don't mind danielson's new music i don't mind I, it i love it starting out yeah. with the with the with the trill of right of the valkyries but then into something new it's perfect kind of slaps I'll take it. Greg Carter the second when the elite finally faces the Bullet Club. My God. Yep. Nikolai Kreese, I am happy. I'm excited for happy graps with Katie and Alex, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Ruby, Ruby, Ruby Soho. And holy hell, that cage match all around, buddy. Right with you. James Boris saying, Adam Cole, Ruby, Danielson, great punk versus diary match. Squeeze! <laughs> I still wish we got the final countdown. That's going to be an expensive get, I think. Yeah, um, might be. But <laughs> but 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 Tony Khan is willing to open his wallet. I mean, it's so true. We'll we'll wait for the right time. I'm sure it'll appear. JV loves saying shout out to up, up down down for letting us know Adam and Ruby as good people. That's really true. Which made tonight all the sweeter. Giant Xavier Woods smile. Xavier Woods rules. I love him. Nikolai Kreis, Adam Cole has a great entrance theme now. Yeah. Yeah. JB Love, I'm exhausted, y'all. Laughing emoji. Ruby and Adam are personal favorites. It's like Christmas morning in this old heart of mine. That's how Punk coming back felt to me. They're just going to keep giving you Christmas morning. 
Oh, that's a beautiful thing. Doug Savona, AW have their Hall Nash and Hogan now uh, with CM Punk, Brian, and Adam Cole. This was a mind-blowing show. Mind freaking blown. Speed Punk, my inner child's mind <laughs> Whoops, sorry. My inner child's mind is blown. AW is two of my favorite wrestlers and two of the original ROH roster, Jack Evans and Brian Danielson. Man. Stephen McCade, isn't there a 90-day no-compete after leaving WWE? Not when your contract is up, when you're yeah. released. When you're is. released, you get a 90-day compete. But when your contract just runs out because somebody forgot that your contract was running out, then you get to go wherever you want. <laughs> <laughs> They're so stupid. They, oh my they God. contributed to the best thing that ever happened because they fired they fired all these great people who are now there. Daniel Daniel Bryan was in the main event of WrestleMania and said he felt nothing. That's what that company did to him after fighting like, like hell to come back to professional wrestling. They killed his love for it, so he had to come here. And then they forgot Adam Cole. Adam Cole's contract was up. Those idiots, they did this to themselves. That's what makes it so much sweeter. And they didn't know Malachi had 30 days and not 90 oh, days. God. Oh, nobody. God. That's so, so true. There's just, just a whole this whole long list of all these things. Just a fucking spreadsheet, man. I don't I, understand that. I, I keep saying this every single time. The whole, this company exists because they were going to force Cody to do Stardust for the rest of his life. And so Cody said, fire me. And, and they did. And this is what they got. If this they had just happened. let Cody Rhodes play Cody Rhodes, this company doesn't exist. Doesn't happen. That's crazy. Thank God they're that dumb. Oh, oh please. <laughs> oh, I get down on my knees and I I thank I thank the Lord Miro himself. Oh man. Oh man, so many super chats about this. Brian Heath saying Adam Cole must have fought the boatman and won. I love that. Uh, Michael Raleigh saying, just thinking about all the matches Hangman can have on the way to becoming number one contender again after all the debuts. I don't even know if it's going to take that long. You might see them versus a champion, Adam Cole. Um, Nerd Guru was saying, Adam Cole is one of the few who can't have a talk as Jericho shoot interview and crap on his time in WWE. He treated fairly well, I say. Yeah, I mean, that's that's well, fair. Malcolm Lex wasn't he, a shoot interview, but... Um, yeah, he's he's been a company guy the whole time. Same with Daniel Bryan. Yeah, he he uh he never tasted the failure of the main roster. Yeah, like that's that's a thing. Like because I, I whatever anybody wants to say, I can't I can't believe that Vince would have booked him well. No, he would have been a twenty four seven champ. I'm very confident in that. Diva Miller, holy punk baby, <laughs> out of this world show. Yes, 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 it was. Nerd Guru, I'm on cloud 9,000. I mean, God, TK and the crew need to be applauded. I love this company. I love pro wrestling. I love Kalix, baby. Yes, yes, yes. Eloquent WWE, really like Cole Walk over Twitch, LMAO. Uh, I mean, I, you know what? I'm going to pretend it's literally just that because that's just fun. <laughs> 
why not right how fun is that yeah it's really yeah if that's if that's true it's it's even better it's so much more fun not that they were having a contract negotiation and let his friend bobby fish go while they were speaking um <laughs> ken shiro saying even before cole and brian this was one of the best pay-per-views of the year for me i mean that's a huge part of it it was not contingent just on these surprises gonna be hard for any it's going to be hard to top this for any company uh, Brian, he's timing back in to say that has to be the worst company oversight in history. I, it's up there. It's up there. See, Jackson saying the first ever pay-per-view that I bought and seen wasn't disappointed at all. Tag match had me on the edge of my seat and emotionally invested. A plus, Chris. That's the first one. I, I don't mean to say you're going to let get, get let down in the future, but that was one of the best ones I've ever spent my money on it. I've been spending money on it for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Was this pay-per-view better than WrestleMania 17 and 30, Bryant Heath? Oof. Good question. I mean, you, you, you go back far enough to like WrestleMania 17, back when back when WWE was still really, really good. And it's, and I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I, I will say this. I think it's more important. I think yeah. it's more important than Very those. well said. And that's, and it, it will, we will certainly look back on tonight, five, 10 years in the future and go, th this was the night that may have changed wrestling forever. Lisa Lockhart, pardon me while I lose my stuff, LOL, CM Punk wrestled, and then we see Ruby Cole and Danielson. Kate, you okay, girl? No, no, I'm not. I am not okay. I appear okay because it's almost two in the morning, um, but I'm I'm not, I'm, I haven't processed it yet. <laughs> Paul Kussler saying, Britt Breaker and Statlander stole three shows. Minoru debut made me jump out of my seat, Adam Cole, baby. Uh, nerd guru, not going to lie. I want Cole to team up with Hangman and Brian and be the anti-elite, but I'm fine if it's this. Uh, Adam Cole is home. This is a revolution. Starting to feel that way, man. Nicolette Cree tonight was, we are here to stay statement. I agree with that. Who knew Ride of the Valkyries could sound so sick? Sorry for so many super chats. You keep giving us money. We're not complaining, buddy. We're excited about this. We're going late. But it's fun. <laughs> Beats Tuesdays when we're going to cry again. So it's Phil Real to me, Dan. I keep throwing damn it on the end of it, but his handle is it's Phil Real to me. But I just throw the damn it on. Is Brian the first guy to main event WrestleMania and join another promotion at the same time? That's a good trivia question. I uh, don't know. I can't, I, I, I can't imagine there's been another one, but I Bezo Banks, Ricochet is now the last man standing in the infamous North American title six-man ladder match. That's crazy. What a damn night of wrestling. Hell yeah. That's true. Samuel Gouloy, Ruby Cole, Danielson, and Punk all within the month. Holy F. I have not loved wrestling this much since I was a kid. Uh, I am La Lucha saying, feel like I'm going... It feels like I'm cheating on SRS and Denise, but I had to join the happiness of this review. Going to Dynamite in Jersey and Queens. Hey, so am I. Tweet at me. Tweet at Kate on Deck IC because uh, I'm going to both of those shows too. I can't stop smiling either about it. Congrats, <laughs> the Lucha Brothers and Adam Cole. Francis Yvonne Tria, still waiting for Hangman to be world champ. I don't think you're going to have to wait much longer. Stephen <laughs> saying, if Elite face the Bullet Club and we finally see Chris Bay on AEW, oh boy. <laughs> Uh, D's Keys TV putting you over again. I can't disagree. Alex is the best. He's still the best. He'll That's always true. be the best. He's the Bret Hart of the shit. <laughs> the Rockness. I'm disappointed no one mentioned Nick Jackson's Hollywood Hogan tribute beer. I died yeah, laughing. Bad so on us, buddy. 
Good call. It's one of those things that like, it's so, so great. And it like, it's one of those things very, very easily forgotten about considering everything else that happened on the show, but it was amazing. JB love Alex. That rant was everything laughing. emoji. Uh, yeah, no, that, that was an epic rant about contracts and stupidity. I'll hail I'll hail Calix. I'm I'm here for it. And Ronald Alex saying Tony Khan is the Willy Wonka. Here's your golden tickets, and we are all Charlie at the end. I love that. Oh, man, that is the end. I, the I feel like I feel like we should we should actually like mention what they did with the ending, which was oh, yeah, have, we talk have, about what happened. Yeah. Um. Uh. I mean, the match between Christian and Kenny was great. And we all knew that Kenny was was good, was was gonna win. But table Christian, spot was my favorite part. By the table way. spot was amazing. Uh, both of them, uh, and, and um, and uh, a that he had to do a super like uh, avalanche, a uh, one winged angel to beat Christian. Yes, was, yes, was great. Fantastic. Uh, all that's great. Okay, so then everybody comes out. The the young bucks are selling for getting getting beaten. Like like I think. I think Matt was had had his like had an ice pack like wrapped around his head. It was great. They, everyone's coming out there to celebrate with Kenny. He says nobody's gonna be able to beat me. Everybody who's who's who, only, the only people who could ever beat me, uh, they're retired or dead. Get it? Because somebody's a ghost. And then we go, go we, the goes black, and Adam Cole comes out, and everyone goes crazy. And and Adam Cole comes down to the ring. And oh, by the way, they beat up Christian, so the Lucha Express, uh, uh, the, the Jurassic Express comes out to to save that, and then they beat them down. That's all the thing happens. So then Jungle Boy is in the ring, and Adam Cole comes out, stares down the Young Bucks, and then super kicks uh, Jungle Boy. And so now we, we oh, they just swerved us. We thought Adam Cole was coming back to beat up the the guy, and then yeah. Yeah. Um Brian Danielson comes out. And that was that was so great because he comes out and he looks awesome. And he and they they had a brawl and he kicked the shit out of Nick Jackson. <laughs> just just murdered him with non-kick padded kicks to the chest. Like it was ah, oh, it was so good. And they and they hit the they like they they were teasing uh, like like basically a faction of Christian. Brian Danielson, or as I call him now, just to make sure my brain works, Daniel Dryanson, and it. then um, uh, and 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 uh, Jurassic Express, and then the the Elite. Like, if you want to give me some some of those, I, I won't I won't mind. Uh, I, I I will say I think Adam uh, Hangman Page is going to have to beat Adam Cole, baby, to get to Kenny Omega. I love that, and, and I can't wait for that match. Uh, but that. yeah, that's that. Those those are the things. So so now we we've missed a whole bunch of stuff because you guys kept super chatting things. Uh, after we got past the matches, so now I'm going to go back because if you super chat things, we have to read them. So so I'm sorry that we missed them. So now to 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 apologize for missing them, I'm going now I'm going to read them as 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 Walter. Before from- you do that, I do just want to say. Thank you so much for hanging in with us. This is a very long show. I'm so excited about it. If you could leave a thumbs up, that helps people find us on, on YouTube. Your super chats are the best way to help us. Thank you so much for sending in so many. You guys have no idea how much that helps the Fightful vehicle. Head over to Fightful Select to learn more about this craziness. But Alex, 
You want to read in Walter voice? Yes. Thank you. Yeah, no, because everybody likes the Walter. I'm just going to take a break. This is fun. I'm just going to yeah, you, you've been handling these all night and I've just been sitting back doing nothing. So now now is now is when I I have to I have to earn my earn my keep. Um some stupid punk says I keep refreshing the AEW shop page for new merch. I like new merch. Uh, uh, Brickbat uh, says that you're hosting this and you're letting SRS mess up your at Twitter handle. Come on. Uh, it's true. He messes everything up. Devo Miller says, shout out to Alex and Kate for the awesome work you guys do. Love the dynamic of you two. Uh, it's just too sweet. Uh, Norm Summers says, this is for staying up late even though I have to work in the morning. Cold showers and British grannies for me. Much love to <laughs> Kalex. Uh, we got the super chat with no message from Jonathan McPherson. Thank you, Jonathan. Uh, Leonza Duncan says, off topic a bit, but uh, do you book the Stevenson brothers like the new Steiners brothers, Gable the Scott and Bobby the Rick of the team before Gabe's solo run? I honestly don't know. I'm not thinking about Gabe Stevenson's or whoever this is person. I'm not talking <laughs> about them right now, but it's possible. I believe they will probably face the two walking loaves of white bread from NXT at some point. They're in the diamond mine, but it's just me. I'm not sure. Um, uh, uh, we, we got super chats about the Miro versus Kingston match. Uh, Hobo in the corner says he still hasn't come down from his uh, redeem these nuts high, to be honest. No, uh, nobody has. Nikolai Kreese, Nikolai Kreese says uh, it started with Bryce in the first match and continued to the night, but I love that AEW refs have traits. Also, they aren't incompetent with Turner helping Aubrey out left in the, later in the night. It's true. I, I also love the refs that are not incompetent. I hate incompetence. Uh, uh, CJ Perry's response to Miro's tweet was great. It's so true. Uh, uh, Mayo on Rice says, Kaze Ninare. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't speak Japanese. Uh, Michael Raleigh says, I cried for Suzuki. Me too. So happy for him to get a huge spotlight to go over. Uh, uh, Soya says Kaze Ninare always gets muted on the NJPW world streams, not on TK show. Uh, some stupid punk says, I can't have Naito. Please give me Murder Grandpa. I love Murder Grandpa. My, <laughs> grandpa, my, my grandpa murdered several people, and <laughs> he's still in jail. Uh, the uh, Sawyer says the pandemic robbed us of Orange Cassidy versus Suzuki at spring break. Now it could happen on TV. Don't let me down, TK. Don't let me down. Uh, uh, Mike Provencher says he wants Andrade to use the flair last name. Uh, Andrante, Andrade El Flair de Lo. Uh, JR will call him that at some point, I'm uh, sure. Valab says Chavito is sus. So true. <laughs> Chavito is very sus. What does sus mean? I don't suspect. understand. I it means don't like suspect. It's I don't cool. I don't understand your American slangs. Um <laughs> Zeke Jackson says if TK can get Sasha, Bailey, or Io Shirai, who chef's kiss, but they're definitely going to need bigger arenas in six months. They're so true. Uh, this these small arenas is not going to work out for them. No, it's, it's already been, not. No. Um Evan Wright saying Dobby getting dueling chance versus punk was awesome. It's so true. Uh, 
and Matthew uh, Matthew Caron says uh, Lion Tamer would have been nice given the M MJF back injury. It's very he, I it felt like he was trying to get in the, the Lion Tamer, but something about Jericho just was doesn't work the same way as it used to. But uh, yeah, even your um, analysis is in Walter voice. Of course, this is I'm I'm locked in it now. I'll be like this until Tuesday. Uh, 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 Sawyer said uh, that the story went way too long and hasn't been great but MJF did beat Jericho three times so I don't think this hurts him at all just a, just a shrug from me it's just a shrug from Sawyer about that um, Brian Teeth said that um, uh, Hulk Hogan went to WCW LOL but I believe the qualifier on this uh, on this question was who main evented uh, 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 WrestleMania and then went in the same calendar year, but I'm, I'm not sure if that was the case with Hogan. It's probably Hogan probably meant the main evented most of the WrestleManias. Uh, within a year, I think they get Styles and Balor, says the nerd guru. Well, then we get everybody. Within, within five years, everybody from WWE will be at AEW. AWWE, they'll have to merge them together and it'll be all elite worldwide wrestling entertainment. Uh, and James Bowers says he was so disappointed not to hear Final Countdown with the strobe lighting effect. Not the same with the flight of the Valkyries. Uh, and then uh, Mark Lasber says, is there any free agent left on the board that would impact as much as Cole and, and Bandle, uh Dryanson? And I say, no, there is not. There's no way else we could do. Um, okay, Brock there's more. close, but he's gone now. So while I am reading this, they have sent more super chats. You guys are going to keep me here all night reading these things. Uh, easy attack let's, says. Let's that, cap it so that Alex can eventually move back into his normal voice before Tuesday. When I, we start this all over again. I need to go to sleep eventually. Yeah, uh, you need to make like CM Punk and go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, easy attack as Tony Khan makes booking a uh, a wrestling show seem seem easy. Who would have wanted giving the fans what they want? Uh, make make a compelling pay per view. Uh, Tyran uh, Red Eagle says get to the chopper, and uh, Devo Miller says if Walter and Arnold Schwarzenegger had a kid, Alex Walter Schwarzenegger would be his name. It's very true. Um, yeah, HCA4 said, uh, more love for Team Kalex. Kalex! Thank you for everything you do. Uh, some stupid punk uh, says, uh, how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Uh, <laughs> now you're just super chatting things that would be funny for me to say. That's why I capped it. That's why I capped it. You can't just chaos, funny chaos control there. says I haven't felt a high this long. Well, you mean my my Walter voice? It's true. I haven't felt a high this long after a wrestling show is finished since Kofi won at Mania. Hashtag AW for life. Hashtag crushing on Kate. Hashtag Kim Kalex. That's it. We're calling it. No more super chats. You can still send money, but we're not gonna read them. But a better way to spend your money is to super chat us any other day of the week. There are shows every day. You can go to Fightful Select and spend your money there and learn more about the exciting developments coming out of AEW. Guys, honestly, 210, not as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I can't believe we made it there, especially when we got so much support from you guys. You rule. 
this is like a dream come true. This was so much fun between that show and getting to do this with Alex, bringing you his Walter impression at two in the morning just to keep you guys entertained. Thank you so much, Alex. Let's plug ourselves, shall we? Yes. Uh, you can find me on the Twitter at Alex Sourgraps. I do the show that Sourgraps show on uh, twice a week on Fight for Select, and then I I host the, the the Tuesday show talking about the slow and painful agonizing death of NXT. I host with uh, Kate Hensler. We have one more super chat, and that is it. I mean it. Uh, Brian Heath says, "Not bad." For a pissant wrestling company that Vince would would buy to fire Billy Gunn again. It's so true. How dare you? It's a t-shirt company. Haven't you learned anything? Guys, you can find me at Kate on Deck IC. This is spelled wrong. Uh, that's okay. D-E-C-K-I-C. Um, and you can catch me on Tuesdays with Walter over here. Um, we're doing the the very sad and painful uh, NXT death show. I'm going to call it that now. Uh, on Wednesdays, you can find me on the Mark Order podcast. I'm sure we're going to have a lot to talk about on Wednesday at the Mark Order podcast. At Mark Order Pod on Twitter, we go live right after AEW to talk all things All Elite. And then on Fridays, I'm talking AEW Rampage and SmackDown with Sean Rossap right here on Fightful. Guys, Thank you so much for all of your super chats, for all of your support after such a barn burner show. Leave us a thumbs up on the way out. We're out, man. Thank you, Luis. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.